Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Jedi Eternal, the guy who remembers, the finally remembers his podcast name, to episode uh, 43. And I'm your co-host, Braxton Taylor, here with Andrew, giddy as a wee schoolgirl, Bolin. I'm very giddy today. <laughs> oh boy, am I giddy well, today. you know... Oh man. We, obviously, <laughs> as we get later into it, there's a reason, but man... There, I'm, I'm still kind of just speechless yeah. from this last and final episode for season two of Mandalorian. Of course, we're not going to yeah. get into the spoilers until later this, or even the review until later this episode. But man, it is incredible! Incredible. I, I wish we had recorded <laughs> us know. during this episode because I know um, I did things while watching this episode that I haven't done since I was a young child. <laughs> since he was a wee, wee giddy schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously. I, I knew I I knew we were going to be like this for for whatever mm. may come. We had yeah, no clue yeah. what would come. Um and uh but I just knew yeah. that probably was gonna act in this manner. But yeah, man, we should yeah. have recorded that and pushed it on, on our Facebook page. Yeah. That would have been very funny. Guys, if you if you haven't watched it yet, I encourage you to go ahead, pause us, go watch yeah. it, and it's then way come better. back <laughs> and enjoy this episode along yeah. with us, the excitement that we are feeling today. Oh, it is. Uh the the hope in the future of Star Wars that we are feeling today. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to go into it, any yeah. of it just yet. We have a lot of yeah. other things to talk about <laughs> right. first. A lot of uh, a lot of great news stories uh, came out through the, this past week that I am excited to talk about. Yeah, just the energy's high. Yeah, just energy's energy high. Energy is very high. For sure. Um, so before we get into our regularly scheduled program, we do want to uh, we want to go ahead and give a few little announcements here. Um, as we know, we're coming upon some of this holiday season here with Christmas and New Year's Merry coming Christmas, up. Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll never do that again. Anyway, so we uh, obviously our episodes would fall on the dates in which. Christmas and New Year's would be occurring uh, when we would uh, try to record and stuff like that. So uh, we're just going to go ahead and say for this next two weeks, unfortunately, as much as we hate to do it, uh, we're going to have to go ahead and postpone the episodes. So as as today is 43, episode 44 will not be coming till basically three weeks from yeah, when we be, hear this. It'll be January 9th is yeah. when our next episode will be. Yeah, um, it'll give us a little bit of a break, uh, but more than anything, it'll give us time to spend with our families, of course, and stuff yeah. like that. And, uh, and, we're uh, getting... and we'll come back strong with uh, oh yeah, with uh, some first impressions on the High Republic. So. Yeah, we probably won't have read it by then. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> it's been out for like two days or whatever. But, but we'll uh, get our first taste yeah, of it. There, so. as we know in our news, uh, in just a second, we're going to be having some um, official Star Wars stuff yeah. for our public coming out. So, so we'll have something to talk about, of course. Yeah, and and before before we jump into our news, I just want to uh, you know it's Christmas time, and so I want to give yes. you your your Christmas gift. Oh, I wanted to, to do it over the podcast. Oh boy, so, <laughs> it's nothing embarrassing or anything. It's just it's uh, a pair of women's underwear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How'd you know? Uh, wait, wait, those are his. I don't no, know. I don't know if I took off the price tag. Let me make sure it's not on here. I don't want $3. you. To, I want you to realize how cheap I went on it. <laughs> okay, here you go. Okay. Reason, I want now. I know you have Christmas presents for me, and they're not in yet. They're gonna be in yeah, January, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but but I wanted to me. I wanted to give you yours now because it's kind of necessary that you wear it. Okay. Like in this next okay. week. So. Oh, that is beautiful. 
<laughs> I love it's, it. It's Mando and yes. uh, and Grogu, <laughs> and they're they're like you know kind of sitting there together, and it's got Christmas lights all around, and then it says presents are the way. Oh, <laughs> let so, me let me Merry have Christmas. that. Let me thank you very much. Hopefully, it fits. It's so you, beautiful. But... I'm just like. Yeah, I don't no, appreciate the XXXL, know, I, but <laughs> no, it's a res, it's a respectable sizely large. Respect, so respectable um, large. No, thank you. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. That's very, very nice of you. Yeah, um, I, I was gonna say real quick. I, I had I had ordered some stuff for for him for yeah. Christmases too, and I I didn't realize it because I'm not gonna tell what it is because yeah, it's he, uh, pretty cool. You ordered me two things. I feel like I kind of let you down, but it's well, right. you know, it's what it is. <laughs> maybe next year. I'm more of a giver than a receiver. Maybe you know? maybe next year. <laughs> well, shucks, maybe next year. Um, no, but I I noticed that what I bought him, I didn't really look at like the. The shipping is like late January <laughs> <laughs> on the shipping. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so it's like, anyway, we're going to be having Christmas in February. So. <laughs> well, and you and you let me know. You're like, well, and it's a limited edition. Yeah, and I was well, like, yeah. oh, limited. Yeah. And I was like, well, yours is a standard edition. <laughs> standard edition. <laughs> well, I love it. Okay, I okay I'm love glad it. you like it. I yeah, so you can it. wear that, you know, Christmas Day if you want. I mean, you know, I probably will. Maybe Christmas Eve. Maybe just wear it the whole week of Christmas. My mother probably wouldn't like that on you a Christmas could, day, you know. Yeah, well, you know. Getting all together as family. And yeah, all. well, you know, it's okay. It'll be all right. She'll get over it. She'll get over it. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. I can say whatever. No, she definitely doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so anyway, but we, we do wish everybody a very Merry Christmas yes, and a very Happy yes. New Year to each and every one. A very, yeah. very Happy Life Day. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> uh, a lot of you get to spend it with your families. But even if not, hopefully you uh, have someone to spend it with. Yes. And uh, spread the joy and love yeah. and cheer that uh, that we get to, to share during this time. Yeah. And also just with the great Star Wars stuff going on as well. It just makes so it even much, better. So, so much. And if you don't, if you're alone on Christmas Day, uh, we'll go ahead and tune back into this podcast. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, happy Christmas. Wait, wait, wake up. It's Christmas wait, Hey, wake morning. up. Wake up. It's Christmas morning. Your presents that you ordered for yourself are yeah. under the tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas, buddy. Your, your baby Yoda socks are there. You got you got your little uh, your little plush job of the hut. Uh, yeah. There you now go, get buddy. Your, get your pajamas on. Get you some hot cocoa. Merry Christmas. There you go. There you Save go. That. From, yeah, go. From Jedi Turtle to you. <laughs> yeah. So A- ASMR can... and Christmas experience. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Oh we're going off the rails. Oh my gosh, six, six and a half minutes into this. Where were you going with this? Anyway. Uh, oh, man. Anyway, so let's, let's, let's get to the show that people pay for, or they don't. Anyway, whatever. Maybe one day. Maybe one day you'll guys pay for it. So, right, whatever. Uh, I want to quit my job. Anyway, no, I don't. For anyone listening that <laughs> I work for, it, that's listening to this, I don't want to quit my job. Just kidding. All right. So, the news this week. We have, yes. per usual, about a thousand news stories. Um, so this news, uh, the news this week, the very first thing is that there are actual updates on some of the 2021 book releases. Um, for a lot of them, there's going to be actually releasing actually one week earlier than they were slated to come out. So, uh, Drew, what, what do you got on that? Yeah. So, uh, two big ones are, are releasing one week earlier. Now we have Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good is now releasing on April 27th. So go ahead, put that in your calendars or, or go on Amazon and pre-order or whatever, however you do it. Um, mine's already pre-ordered, ready to go. Um, and then Star Wars The High Republic, The Rising Storm, which is the second adult novel that will be coming out in The High Republic, is coming out June 29th. So, Very nice. Uh, that's exciting. I mean, any the, the quicker, the better. So <laughs> right. uh, week exactly. forward is fine by me. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, you absorb the books a little more than I do, so I know especially uh, better for you than me. Yes. But, uh, you know, anytime that Star Wars content gets pushed out earlier than rather than later, yeah. <laughs> it's something to be happy about. Yeah, moving on to our second news story. Uh, we, we have the exact count of Andor episodes. So the Andor series, mm-hmm. as most of you guys know, we talked about last week. Um, is going to be released in the um, near future, I think 2022. Uh, I guess that's <laughs> <Something> actually, <like> that. <laughs> I don't know if you call that near future, <laughs> like, but yeah, two years from now, whatever, you know. <laughs> but um, what we have on that is basically in the sizzle reel, the costume designer, uh, Michael Wilkinson, is talking and he says 12 episodes, 12 scripts, and over 200 named cast members, over six thousand crowd people a lot of creatures to come in from the creature department so um 12 episodes yeah which I mean, is respectable you which know. is four more than what we get from the mandalorian yeah um and i guess i guess we don't know for sure if this is a one season series or if this is going to have more than one season right uh, they've not they've not said it's a one season only so to think that we're going to get 12 episodes potentially per season is pretty big yeah yeah and 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 when you go over it 200 named cast members that's a lot um, over <laughs> six thousand crowd people they're taking this pretty seriously yeah absolutely um, yeah it went from like us like for months and months and months not even know what the show's name was or if it even existed to like here's the show here's the show name uh here's all of these crazy people you're gonna be having yeah. there's 12 episodes in it you know yeah, yeah. i think i think this just continues to show that that Lucasfilm and Disney are saying, hey, these are TV series yeah, um, that are on a streaming service, but we're not treating them like average TV. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're going all out. Um, you know, we're doing... We are doing things close to as close as possible to movie quality as you can as you could be getting in a 12 yeah. episode span. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, the the amount of time spent in 12 episodes is going to be a lot more than what you get in a two hour movie. Right. So there oh, are, yeah. Yeah. of course, some differences there. But like but we're, they're going all out on this stuff. And um, it's encouraging to hear. And, you know, I'm starting to get a little excited about Andor a little bit. I still have a yeah. lot of like I just don't really know really where they're going with it, but I'm getting a little more excited. So yeah, I'm on the same page as you. I think it's one of those things for me where it's like, you know, the story within itself, it's something that we kind of already are familiar with, and, and and we know the end result. So it's kind of like eh, I'm not super pumped about it, um, in terms of like just sheer excitement. But again, it's it, it's Star Wars. It's it's new Star Wars. Um, I, I, I'm just excited to absorb anything that comes out of, out of these folks, you know, um, because as we've seen recently, some of these shows have come, come well, not some of these one show Mandalorian, but some of the stuff that we've seen out of the Mandalorian is, is fantastic. And if they ha- carry some, even like half of the same energy into, into this, especially with all of these castmates and, and, and crew members and all the stuff like that, I mean, it's very possible that we're gonna get something special. Yeah. So even if it's even if the story's not like just insane new b- groundbreaking stories, right, right, it still has the potential to be very interesting. Sure. So yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, let's go on to our next news story, and that is uh, as I've kind of mentioned previously in uh, our intro, uh, the High Republic will actually uh, there will be a live stream event, and it will be coming on January fourth. 2021 fans can look forward to new looks reveals and things to come i do have the uh star wars article here but it says that there's live stream coming january 4th 
Uh, and it says, join the authors of Lucasfilm's upcoming multi-platform epic for insights, reveals, and more. And it says, a new era of Star Wars is almost here, and Lucasfilm is celebrating. StarWars.com is thrilled to announce that a special Star Wars The High Republic live stream will be held on January 4th, 2021 at 9 a.m. Uh, specific time. Or Pacific? It's not specific. Wow. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's 12 Eastern for yeah, those of you Eastern, who are yeah. around us. And uh, let's see, see. Just one day before the first Tales of the High Republic arrive on in stores. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. But anyway, it's very interesting that, that we're kind of getting some hype up on this. Yeah, um, and, and the know. big thing that they're saying they're doing here is giving some fresh insight into the characters and events of the High Republic along with new announcements and reveals of what's to come. And yeah, so that's kind yeah. of the big thing there that to take away from that for me. Um, and uh, I'm not sure w- exactly what we'll be doing at that point. On I mean, it's kind of a ways away. But, but right. if possible, we might try to either – if a lot of stuff comes out of it, we maybe will jump on Facebook and do a live stream – or maybe uh, we'll do like a um, like a written live stream comment type th- deal, like we did yeah, with yeah. the with the announcements uh, that we got last week. Do something similar to that, maybe. Yeah. But either way, we will keep you guys posted and updated as as we hear stuff from that. Yeah. And if you guys would prefer one or the other, um, let us know. If sure, you're like, yeah. hey, I love just seeing, like hearing you guys, seeing you guys. It's cool that we have on video. Uh, you know, so, you know, so we prefer that. Let us know if you say like, you know, because of the event and the, what it is, you know, I'd prefer just to have maybe have like a like a up, update live stream on the yeah, on comment post. comments, yeah, post, like yeah. we did for uh, the investor day. So yeah, yeah, just let us know what you like. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Of course, like I said, to have this much hype over a publishing series is is pretty pretty unique, and it's it's very cool yeah. and exciting for us too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. It's no longer just a publishing series. Uh, well, apparently. Before we ever even got the first book, it, it changed. But, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, months ago, we, we have... Oh, by the way, uh, you know, it's not a full video game, but on the Tales of Batu or whatever yeah. it is, you know... You know, just a bunch of filthy liars over there at Lucasfilm. Liars, man. It's like... And a lot of times their lies end up being good things for us, but... What, what if one What's day like, it's not? <laughs> yeah. You gotta worry about it. Uh, but moving on. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian... Um, the the Disney Gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian it was a documentary about the the making of season one uh, as as we talked about back when they they first aired that first season they're adding a special extra episode to this it's my understanding it's one episode and it's titled the making of season two mm-hmm. um, I think it's just going to be attached to the original uh, Disney gallery the Mandalorian okay. so you'll be able to find it there I believe and uh, it's just going to be a, a behind the scenes on 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 the whole <laughs> season and so I would expect that to be a little extra long long right right, right. Um, but that is going to be streaming on Christmas Day December 25th nice so nice. Um, you know we wrapped up um, the the season of Mandalorian yeah. today, yeah. and so uh, if you want just a little bit more, maybe grab a little uh, extra information. <laughs> right, you'll be able to do that on Christmas Day. So go check that out. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. I really enjoy the behind the scenes series. Now, I, at first I was kind of like, really one episode yeah. for the entire season, to which this season, in my opinion, was even bigger and better and crazier. But I, right. I think I understand why because a lot of the if you go back and rewatch it, because I was just thinking about this, right. Most of the videos, or not videos, but most of the episodes really didn't have anything specifically to do with that season, right? It was just setting up, okay, The Mandalorian as a show is pretty groundbreaking, so here's the processes that we took. So all the same processes that were explained in season one are still occurring, 
right? Yeah, that's actually a, a very good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking at it Thank that you. way, it makes a lot of sense because I was struggling <laughs> with it a little bit at first as well. Yeah. But, but yeah, when you think about it that way, it, it would make sense that we're just doing the this one, I, I assume it's going to be fairly lengthy episode right? I, I, uh, for I season two yeah. where they're just talking more about the story elements and decisions yeah. they made with that stuff more so than how they made the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about one of the episodes uh, for the season one was just talking about how, how what what had come before, right? Yeah. And talked about the, how special Star Wars was and like, and there's a whole segment talking about the importance of the prequel trilogy from Dave Filoni, which was all great and wonderful, but it didn't have anything to do with season one of the Mandalorian. So, I do think that uh, I do think that obviously there's a lot of extrapolation to make that occur, and they kind of came back and realized, okay, we would like to do something for season two, but I do think that since a lot of the core elements that we'd already talked about for the show yeah. is already explained, yeah, yeah, a lot of that still carries so. over into this season. So exactly, so, exactly, yeah, it, it make, makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, at first I was kind of like, oh man, are you serious? But it makes sense. Okay, so let's move on to our second-to-last news piece for the week, and that is Finnick Shand. So this is the uh, uh, this is the kind of the assassin bounty hunter uh, that has been hanging around Boba Fett. Um, <clears throat> we kind of knew her, knew her from uh, season one as well. And uh, what's interesting is that she's actually going to be hanging around a little bit more, and we're going to get some of her backstory to some degree because she will be in the Bad Batch series. Um, and, uh, I think Drew may have a little bit more on that, but one thing that I do know is that we did see her on the, uh, Bad Batch trailer that we got during the investor day. Um, so that was very interesting to see her cause I thought that's who it was, but I wasn't sure. So we did cause we didn't really have any official announcement, but, uh, Drew, do you have any more on that for us at all? Yeah. So basically there was an interview, um, that they did with her care with her. And so she was talking about, her character and stuff on StarWars.com, and uh, and and she said, "Do you know how long I've had to keep silent about Finnick coming back?" She said, "This is the first time I've been able to talk about it." She said, "After the sizzle reel for the upcoming Star Wars animation project, The Bad Batch was revealed last week. Um, Wynn still had to stay mum for a few more days." Filoni told her. Her response: "Dave, if you wanted to keep it a secret, you shouldn't have put me in the trailer." <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. She, she said, "Everybody is saying they just want the confirmation." So yes, it is Finnick. It's a younger Finnick, and she is yeah. voiced by me. And I'm thrilled and beyond happy that Dave wanted to create more of a backstory for her. So yeah, that's go. really cool. And uh, you know, I, I will say that. <laughs> Lucasfilm, Disney, Dave Filoni, Favreau, whoever is responsible for this has done a lot of things that has made some of the spoilers not... Or yeah. let's, let's put it this way. Some of the uh, big... What am I trying to say, right? Like the big yeah. spoilers, the big yeah, events. Yeah, yeah. Like they've, they've had some things that's kind of precluded them <laughs> and that's gave hint to them. Well, we have a funny one for what happened to us in, in this Mandalorian episode. We'll talk about yeah, it later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they have a habit of doing this, so it is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think... Uh, I think that her character could be a lot more interesting uh, if, as long as they make it that way, right? Um, so it yeah. is interesting, or it is very cool that they're bringing her back. Um, I, I thought she's been very, very kick butt in this uh, series, and I think it's been really cool. Um, so yeah, I just love to see like maybe. I don't know how long this this show is going to span for Bad Batch, so it'd be interesting to see some of her background, but also maybe why she's gotten um, you know attached to Boba Fett and why they're so close and stuff like that, but. Who knows? We'll see what happens. 
Yeah, we'll see. So uh, on to our last news story for today. And this is a big one. This is one that just randomly dropped last <laughs> night. Yeah. And I sent it to you as soon yeah, as I, yeah, yeah. I saw it, actually. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. there's, there's, there's so much to, to, gra- to, to take from this. But yeah. uh, we'll try to go a little quick on it. But um, because we're going to we're going to go back to this and talk about some more of this in rumors. So. Right. Um, but China exclusive Star Wars novel, The Vow of Silver Dawn is going to be coming out. Uh, they, they just revealed this. It's, it explores a unique sector of the galaxy and, uh, of course, fits into overall canon. Matt Martin of the Lucasfilm Story Group uh, recently confirmed this. They, they, they made a video about it. I watched the video, actually. And uh, it's set toward the end of the High Republic era. Uh, focus on that, the end of the High Republic era. And is said mm-hmm. to focus on the Jedi and the strange relationships with sectors in the outer rim. Um, here's, here's the, the really big thing about this. And they, they say it so casually in the video that I, again, I was like, wait, what? Okay. And rewind like, the tape. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but they're talking and they're, they're like having these, like this interview about it and, and they go, um, uh, yeah. And so this story takes place about 50 years before the Phantom Menace. And I'm like, <laughs> what? whoa, what? <laughs> So essentially saying that the end of the High Republic is about 50 years yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, and guys, that has a lot of implications. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that it, the High Republic era ends around 50 years before the, the Phantom Menace yeah. Yeah. Um, means a lot for the potential characters that could yeah. be taking place during this time. And it's something that we and, discussed and also, last, last episode, too. Yeah, yeah that's true. And also um, uh, has a lot of implications for the Acolyte, which we know takes place at the end of the High Republic. Right. And so some really, really big stuff there to think about. Yeah, And we're going to, we'll jump into more of what we think that could potentially mean in in our rumor section when we come back to it, because we're going to talk a little more. (laughs) Right. uh, Some other reports about this. Um, But what I want to talk about here in this new section is something that kind of actually bothers me about all of this. Yeah, and and that is that this is a China exclusive. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Star yeah. Wars novel. Why is China getting exclusive exclusive Star Wars novel that's already released? That's why I want to listen. Know. I I have no problem, of course, with a a China novel. That's that's fine and dandy. I mean, it doesn't bother me any. But why China exclusive? Yeah, and 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 here's the thing. Maybe some of our stories are are exclusive to us. Maybe they don't that's, get some of them. I don't. Sense. I don't know. I, you know, I don't live in China, so I have no idea. <laughs> right. But my but my thing is, why why ever create a Star Wars story that not everyone can? Yeah, can I feel like that kind of defeats purpose, of. especially if it's canon. It is canon. Yeah, that's my point. But yeah. like, especially if it's canon, yeah. Why would you make something exclusive to a certain country? It's like yeah. excluding <laughs> section of the canon. I I, on, I, I can't wrap yeah. my head around it. It I makes don't no know sense. It, to me, it, it to me, I assume that they they made a deal. With with a, a probably like a publishing company in China, right? I assume they made some kind of struck a deal so that they could maybe publish this, try to get try to get a, a big book over there in China, right? And China maybe was just like this is exclusive to us, you know that kind of deal. Maybe I just don't even know how um, that's even possible. Like, I don't you could know. region lock a book. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I mean, that. It, but. again, this is that's the one thing about this that really is confusing to me. I'm sure we will get somebody that will adapt this sure. uh, on the internet somewhere for English or something. But just to, um, just to, just to think that that is a canonical. Yeah. But novel. they said they have no intentions of releasing this outside of of China, and so yeah, I, 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 I don't yeah, know. it's really <laughs> puzzling know. to me. I think it's a horrible move. 
I, I th- yeah. honestly, it makes it, it kind of just looks bad, really. Yeah. Why? 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 limit people from experiencing any star wars story right and that yeah. goes for even people in china they should be able to read all the star wars stories you yeah know, or right? any, any country anywhere any like country, why would right? why would any of the star wars yeah. media be exclusive to a country yeah, and they, and, and they sense, don't really but... go into why that's the case that i yeah. can, that i can find um it's just it is what it is for now um yeah, I don't but, know. That's bizarre. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> I I hope that this eventually, um, eventually changes, and that eventually we'll get it in, uh, in here in America. <laughs> but until then, we'll just have to probably hear from other people what this story entails yeah. and what it has in it. Yeah. Um, and maybe you can purchase. Uh, maybe you can get it shipped over here. Um, from China, but even then, it's it's going to be written Probably in, in Chinese, Chinese, so yeah. I'm not going to be able to read it. But. Yeah, I mean, I study on Duolingo like twice a month, but just kidding, no, I don't. I, mean, I could take pictures on Google uh, Translate and see yeah. if I can translate it. I don't know me, if it's going to translate that 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 uh, well, but you know, yeah. we, we can try. I guess I might get the gist of the story. You never know. <laughs> right. Anyways, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna crazy. jump back into that, but we'll move on. Yeah, I have a lot the, to say about moment, that. Yeah. Most of it negative, so let's just. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to keep a nice, happy, light show. <laughs> All right, so that was the end of our news section. So let's go ahead and move on to our rumors for the week. So the very first news, or see, not news rumor, wow. The very first rumor for the week is pretty interesting, and that is Boba Fett, uh, the actor Boba Fett at least, uh, is Tamira Morrison, uh, is apparently joins the cast of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Again, this is just rumors, but it's very interesting uh, that that maybe because we've always talked about how we'll probably get some flashbacks and things of that nature. I feel like it would make sense to maybe have Rex or something along those lines, or 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 yeah. maybe even seeing Boba. But I don't know. So, what's your thoughts on that? I think um, because we we hear that we potentially are getting flashbacks, um, he could potentially play a lot of clones, right? I mean, because. Tamir Morrison. Well, I guess is, yeah, it's not is, really locked to Rex. But... Is the uh, face of clones, but I yeah. would I would go to say that the main the main clone that we would get from from a Kenobi series would be Commander Cody. Well, that's because Commander too. Cody yeah. was the one that was uh, was close to to Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Of course, we all love and and know Rex, but um, but Rex was was more with Anakin, right? And so and so the connection with Cody and Kenobi, I think, would be very interesting to see. And I think we could see in flashbacks and in in Kenobi's present time. Yeah, um, because we we there's still more story to tell. Oh yeah, with Commander Cody, we don't yeah. know where where he ends up, what happens to him. After Order sixty six, I agree. Yet, uh, I think we're going to see him in the Bad Batch, of course. Um, sure. I think that we'll, we're going to see some of him there, but uh, but I, I I hope we see him in the Kenobi series. I think that could be very interesting. Yeah, I agree. I do think it's going to be very interesting, to say the least, to trying to adapt him back into flashbacks. Because you know, Tamira Morrison's much older than he was in two thousand four. You know, well, they might have to de-age um, a little. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're planning to do that. Uh, but you know, and again, this is still a rumor, but I mean, I, I, it's one of those rumors, like I could easily see it being real. Cause like, yeah. why not? They already have Tamira back, you know, Tamira played all the clones, you know? So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. why not? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. Interesting to see. So, so that's, that's interesting. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this ends up actually being true, even though it is rumored. Right. Um, yeah. I will say this, this is coming from, um, uh, Kessel Run transmissions, which um, 
they yeah. uh, they're right sometimes, but they're also kind of wrong at the same Spotted time. Spotted history sometimes. Um, they they have a source that they always claim is telling them these things, and uh, their 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 source seems to be, um, like kind of accurate, but sometimes it's it gets yeah. it wrong. So I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, it, but jumping kind of on with that comes another part of this, that is is also a rumor coming from Kessel Run's transmissions. And that is that they they think they they understand who the villains are of mm-hmm. of uh, Kenobi or some of the villains. Of course, we have Darth Vader, but but there's going to be some more villains here, and uh, they're going to be kind of like Darth Vader's henchmen almost. Yeah. Uh, and it's a team of Jedi hunters that are looking for Obi Wan. Yeah. Now, when I hear Jedi hunters, I think of the Inquisitors. The Inquisitors, yeah. And the Inquisitors, of course, would be around um, at this time. Right. And so I think that would make a lot of sense to have some inquisitors around but they go on to say that it's not inquisitors it's actually a group of clone troopers specialized clones Mm. that are hunting obi-wan with vader um and that that uh the leader of these clone troopers will be commander cody yeah now here's where it gets really interesting and could be uh potentially kind of crazy with with everything that we've got coming up next but yeah um they say that there's a good possibility this group of clone troopers is the bad batch wow yeah which would kind of tie into why we're getting this this animated series yeah um because i think i think when i saw the announcement for bad batch i i thought okay this is the bad batch's redemption story like you know we we have uh fives or was it fives? Uh, I can't remember off the head now. Uh, season seven of, of Clone Wars, I think it was fives. Uh, that no, fives died. Whoever the clone was that they saved, I don't remember. Uh, I'm really bad with all the clones' yeah, names, but is it Echo or maybe Echo? I, I honestly, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm sure so fives died to tell the... about the. the Listen, ship. there's a lot of them. There's, there's quite a few of them. Anyway, so anyway, whatever clone they saved, it's been a while since I've watched the the Clone Wars uh, series, but. Um, Point is, is that they they left with them, and, and and it was kind of assumed that they 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 didn't obey Order sixty six, and obviously we don't know that. But again, as as we see in the in the sizzle, well, it wasn't the sizzle reel, but the actual trailer, it kind of assumed that they didn't as well. And we, so my thought was, that it was it the redemption story? They fought the Empire, and they maybe had a valiant death, or maybe they go off somewhere in the galaxy and and continue fighting as bounty hunters, or or or. or the unsung heroes that don't have a name type thing. I don't know, right? But it would be very interesting to have this animated show that has these characters have kind of a bad end, right? It would be very interesting for them to take that route where they end up basically turning bad or or getting taken over their mind, get a new chip put in. I don't know, right? Uh, convinced otherwise to, to, to go against the that their, their morals or whatever and fight the Jedi and then end up fighting Kenobi. So... I don't know. That would be a very, very interesting turn of events, to say the least. Um, one, I'm not exactly against. I, I do think that could be very interesting. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you think, Andrew? I mean, would you would you want to see the Bad Batch come in, uh, coming up against Kenobi like that? I think it could be very interesting because we're getting this this series about them, and I'd say after a while, if we get if we get a season or two of them, we're gonna start to care for these characters a little bit more. We're gonna learn more about them. Um, and to see them all of a sudden uh, end up being potentially these villains against yeah. Kenobi would make it a much more impactful, dramatic 
event, yeah. right? Like right. if they're hunting down, like even though, of course, we love Kenobi, it'd be very like, oh, no, like Kenobi's having to take down these these guys that we've actually know a lot about and, and kind yeah. of grown to care about, you know? Yeah. Like that'd be a very interesting uh, and, and and have Commander Cody be the leader of them. Like, all of that would be That would really, really tie in, for yeah. sure. Now, here's something interesting to think about. If that is truly the case, the end of the Bad Batch series, we're going to end up probably seeing Kenobi in the Bad Batch series. Maybe. It may lead right into, into them... Uh, not necessarily right into it, but right. it might hint at But, what, like, yeah, it kind of shows Tatooine and well, maybe shows and the, Obi-Wan. But the thing that, that I don't... Here's here's the part where I, I'm having trouble believing this is really going to happen because we have this Bad Batch. We assume the Bad Batch is not going to uh, to actually go along with the Empire, right? Like they're going That's the to presumption. The yeah. idea is they're probably uh, going to be basically rebels um, and uh, and kind of like it looks like from the trailer they're kind of acting like they're part of it right but they're not they're aware of what's going on type right. deal yeah uh, that's the that's the way it seems to me so I have a hard time believing all of a sudden they're just gonna like team up with Vader <laughs> right. right like right. unless they were unless they are like brainwashed but even then how can you have a whole series about them just being brainwashed I'd like be, that'd what's be... what's the story there right you know what's the conflict and uh, yeah I mean I, I think that I think the thing is is that Looking at them, I feel like they don't have chips, right? I feel like that right. implants or whatever you want to call them, you know, they're, they're a specialized unit that that's kind of uh, mutated some some degree yeah. to have special abilities and stuff. They don't look exactly like clones, so I would imagine they don't even have chips. But if they do, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Unless maybe, unless maybe at the end of this series, they they get taken. And do get chips put back in them, and they and they become kind of possibly, like, you know what I yeah. mean. And that kinda, how are they going to end that though? That's going to be crazy well, to that, like try that, to end a series. Well, like yeah, that, that'd you know? be a dark ending. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and this is an animated series, so exactly. So again, a lot of this doesn't. And, and another thing to point out: this this Bad Batch series appears to to start at least like right after Order sixty six, right? Like right after yeah, Clone what Wars. It seems to be anyway. I mean, yeah. this this is like the the direct continuation of Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, Kenobi doesn't start for, for ten years. Ten years, yeah. So that's a big time span. There's a there. time jump there, yeah. Um, and so, like, a lot of this doesn't really add up. So I'm not, I'm not gonna buy yeah. it right now. Yeah. I, I do think it's potential that there is some kind of, uh, and maybe even a whole group of clones that do go after Kenobi. Right. A specialized like group. the 501st. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it is the Bad Batch. I think that's the part right. that I'm having trouble believing right now. Yeah, and again, I think I think that the clones are still possible because we don't know canonically when the clones phased out anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's possible, especially the 501st, which which is the the Iron Fist of or of yeah. Vader. But yeah, I I personally think that the Inquisitors, the Inquisitors is is a lot more plausible well and 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 let's just be honest it's gonna be cooler i mean if you yeah sure you know if you have the inquisitors you got these these uh sith like beings <laughs> sith like people with the red lightsabers and right. stuff right fighting and get to see kenobi like you know fight an actual real good have saber some fight, have some lightsaber know? fights and stuff yeah and I, we, of course we want to see that that'd be Naturally. great yeah um and so i feel like for me that's a little more appealing and just makes more sense as, Je as jedi hunters in this time Literally, they were, were the Inquisitors. That's what they were. Yeah. Um, and so I think that just really would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Why Why would Vader send clones when he has the Inquisitors? Um, yeah, exactly. Which, granted, you know, Palpatine 
kind of had say over the Inquisitors a lot as well, more so than Darth Vader. Darth Vader kind of was annoyed by the Inquisitors most of the time, but right, right. but um, so maybe that might have something to do with it. Maybe he'd rather, maybe Vader would rather send clones because he like you know he has a bond with clones. Maybe right. maybe he'd rather send them than he would send Inquisitors. And but yeah, so I mean. It's hard to getting say. like deep into yeah, it. We don't, deep into the lore. we don't even <laughs> yeah. we don't even know anything about this yet. So. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's move on. But uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of interesting things. Obviously, as you can tell, we're we're very interested in what's going to happen to Kenobi. <laughs> well, yeah, as we said before, anytime yeah. we're talking Kenobi, uh, prepare, get off trail. prepare to uh, sit there for a minute because we're going to be talking about it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so with the, let's rip the bandaid off and let's move on. Um, yeah. So the next thing, second to last rumor for this week is is actually something we kind of already said. But uh, as we know, back, uh, like, what was it, last week or whatever, uh, we got the Investor Day, and uh, one of the hundred shows that was announced was the (laughs) Acolyte. And so the rumor, and this is something that we had actually already said. Yeah, we talked about it last week a little bit. Yeah, but the rumor is, reportedly, uh, the Acolyte will premiere Darth Plagueis and a young Palpatine. Um, again, that's if it's especially we were saying like 150 years or whatever, so we said Plagius, we didn't say Palpatine. But if it's 50 years, it's very plausible to have not just Plagius but Palpatine as well. I mean, it's very, very plausible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I I don't know. I mean, I think it's I, to some degree. Part of me wants to say it's a stretch because those are such big iconic characters that people's been wanting for so long. I remember thinking Snoke at first was Plagueis whenever we watched Force Awakens and stuff like that. Um, so I think there's so many people wanting it. So it's part of me wants to say it's a stretch, but at the same time, when you look at the timeline and they talk about it, there's like, you know, big effects on the force and things that how they describe it. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, insider Daniel Rickman, which uh, he has been right before on things. Um, he, he had this Intel to share and he, and he, he, he said the acolyte will feature Darth Plagueis and his apprentice, the young Sheev Palpatine. And, uh, and so we know that, uh, check this for me, go on Wikipedia and look up Palpatine. Um, but I believe Palpatine was born around 84, um, 84 BBY. Yeah, I don't know if we, if, if that, that may only be legends now. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, okay. Hold on. So pulling up Wikipedia, make sure I'm on Canon here. All right. Born 84 BBY. Okay. So. If we look at it that way, and the High Re- as we know now, the end of the High Republic is actually around 50 years before the Phantom Menace. So the Phantom Menace, um, so let's do the math there, which I'm horrible at math, but let's look at the, <laughs> let, me, let me look at my timeline. For looking at the timeline, um, the Phantom Menace is 32 years before the Battle of Yavin, so... Um, if you add, if you do 32, uh, and so he was born in, what did I say he was born in? 84? 84. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's possible. What, what do you, so what did you say? Uh, what was the prequel? So the, the Phantom Menace Phantom is Menace, 32 yeah. years before. So that so would, 32 BBY. So 84. Minus thirty-two. Palpatine was born in. in he would be fifty-two, and he would be fifty-two, in, in, be 52 in uh, Phantom Menace. So, 
I mean, if this is based 50 years before, it could be him Plagius, mostly about Plagius, but then finding Palpatine. Or, or, because here's the thing, they didn't say specifically 50 years before. Uh, Right. It's around 50 years. It's around 50 years. So so it could, yeah, exactly. It could be a child type thing. Exactly. So, and we know this, we know the Acolyte is starting with this, uh, it's dealing with like some, some shadowy stuff, some dark side stuff. Right. Um, So I truly believe we're getting we're finally getting Darth Plagueis. Oh, I think I hope they so. I think they have heard people say they want it for so long. I think we're finally getting Plagueis. I think we're going to get um I think we're going to start to see um how he comes about with Palpatine maybe start to see some of Palpatine's origins. I think we're finally getting that, but I don't necessarily know that it's going to be the main story. Yeah. I think we're getting a as we've heard many, many times, this, this centers around a female character, right. which again, when we looked up the word acolyte, right, it's like a, a it's servant, like a servant to yeah. someone. <clears throat> so, so again, this this very well may be a story about a maybe a female uh, character that is a servant to maybe Darth Plagueis. Or it maybe it was like you know we we know that Sidious had <laughs> tons of apprentices, sure, yeah, yeah, print yeah. whatever. So it could very well could be that he had originally a female apprentice that, that yeah yeah gets, that, that 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 Sidious kills later on or something. Who knows, right? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. It, it could go a lot of different ways. But I think we're going to start to see this this uprise of the dark side how it comes to be because of course you know as the higher public is the prime of the jedi it's it's when they're at their best right and of course then the dark side starts to creep in and, and mess all that up and we i think we're going to see exactly how that turns about how that comes about within right. this series which is very very exciting yeah, to me. that's very exciting. Um, and of course yeah i could be wrong it could go a whole different way but just based off of the information we're gathering so far that seems to be the direction it's headed um, and I think that that would be fabulous. I, I agree. Would, I would love to get that that story, get the story of, of Plagueis, and, and and eventually maybe even get to see where Palpatine eventually, you know, um, kills Plagueis, and and, some, and, yeah. and then he becomes Sith Lord. And so, um, very I, I exciting would, stuff. I'd be very happy to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and For sure. and uh, only time will tell. Maybe all of that is just crazy speculation, <laughs> right. um, and it's very, very yeah, good chance that very, it is. Very but, possible, it's true. But uh, I hope, I hope it's not. I hope I'm onto something there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but moving on to our last rumor, uh, Matt Martin, uh, who is of course with the Story Group, um, he's uh, the manager of digital content, and he he's always talking about Star Wars stuff on on Twitter. Um, there, uh, someone tweeted him and and asked, "Should I be excited for the future of Star Wars games, considering EA closed the doors on Battlefront Two back in April?" Yeah. And Matt Martin responded with, "I haven't been this excited for the future of Star Wars gaming in a long time. That's about all I can say. Unfortunately, we have not one, not two, but three so, mobile games coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I trust Matt Martin. Oh yeah. Um, he." Yeah. I think he does understand what the fans want. Um, I think, I mean, he's a big fan himself and he's a huge fan of things such as Knights of the Old Republic oh, and yeah. things of that yeah. nature. So, um, I, so him saying that he's, he's never been more, or he hasn't been this excited in a long time does give me hope. Right. I think, uh, I think we of course are getting a, another Jedi Fallen Order. Sure. It's, it's probably, they're probably pretty deep into it at this point. I would imagine. So. Uh, I'd say we'll get that within the next two years, probably, uh, if we're lucky. Yeah. Um, and I, I still hope that there's some kind of old Re- Knights of the Old Republic something in the works. 
very possible we'll get a High Republic type scenario. I, I think there's still a lot of room to play in Star Wars, um, and and I think that they know that, and sure. they know people yeah. want it. And so I think they are going to continue to, to try to get some, some good games out there. I mean, it's time, right? Right. Oh, yeah. We got we got Disney Plus <laughs> yeah. killing it for Star Wars now. We, we of course, um, we have tons of novels, tons of comics. Now we even have, like, uh, like three VR games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or actually, sorry, two VR games. Two right now, yeah. Um, but, like, give us... Give us some good, good Star <laughs> right. Wars video games. Some good in-depth stories yeah. that we can play. I mean, yeah. and again, like I mean, honestly, I, I really enjoyed Jedi Fallen Order. And um, they and and they know we want a, a deep Star Wars RPG. They know they know that yeah. we've been saying it. Yeah. We've been saying it for years. And so yeah. I hope that that something is in the works for that. Um, you know, as we know, we have these next-gen consoles, and uh, now would be a perfect time to, to just precisely to, to bring us a big Star Wars RPG that just takes it to the next level. So. I want it. I need it. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> but only time will tell. Um, until then, let's go ahead and move into our releases. Now, as you guys know, we're headed right into the Christmas season, into the Christmas week. And uh, so not a lot of stuff coming on through uh, Christmas here. But, of course, we have our, I think, our final Mando Monday is on on the 21st. Should be our final one. Um, Be on the lookout for that because I think we're going to get some really cool stuff stuff, (laughs) um, out of that. I'm excited to check out what they have. Oh, yeah. I might even buy some stuff. We'll see. Mm, I said that about other episodes I never have, so we'll see. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then uh, no comics or anything like that coming out. But on the 25th, as we said earlier, we will be getting that special uh, making of Season 2 of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. So you'll want to check that out as soon as you can. And um, and then, of course, as we said earlier, we're going to be taking a, a two-week break. We'll come back on January 9th. So I do just want to – I'm not going to update you on everything that's releasing through that time, but I do want to remind you that January 5th, is when we will be getting Light of the Jedi, which is that first High Republic adult novel, as as well as we'll be getting the middle grade novel um, released yeah. that same day. Um, and then we'll be getting uh, the High Republic uh, Cla- uh, young adult Claudia Gray novel in February. So it's coming a little bit later. Yeah. But just to remind you guys that those are coming very soon, and by the time you hear us next... Um, those will already be out. Hopefully, we'll have dived into a couple chapters at least and be able to give like a little first impression on kind of where we think it's headed and what we think of yeah, it so far. Absolutely. But, uh, but of course, exciting <laughs> times ahead. Oh, yeah. But that's all Very for exciting. releases. Yeah. So let us go ahead and jump directly into our Q&A. So uh, for this Q- well, week's Q&A, uh, we're honestly doing some uh, kind of catch-up sweep up here. Uh, we had a couple weeks where like we had some scattered questions here and there uh, because we do something odd. Oh, we'd ask new questions. We'd ask last week questions specifically for uh, for the uh, inspector, inspector Day. Wow. <laughs> inspector Day. They were going to say Inspector Gadget. Yeah. That, honestly, that's the first thing that came to mind. I don't know why. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, anyway, so we're kind of playing catch up. So if there's any questions that you feel like you've asked in the past couple of weeks that hasn't been answered, um, today is that day. Uh, so we have three of them today. So if, if I miss anything, apologize, please bring it to my attention. We'll get to you next week. Uh, but I believe we caught all three of them that were kind of left over. So this week's first question comes from David Gill, who says, in Rebels, Kanan meets a giant being who calls himself the Bindu. And he says that uh, neither Jedi nor he's Jedi... Wow, having a stroke. 
He's uh, neither Jedi nor Sith, but he is still a Force wielder. Can you tell us more about that and any other times those beings are mentioned? So, first and foremost, uh, I, I I wanted to read the definition of Bindu from uh, Wiki, Wikipedia. Um because I'll just say off the top of my head, I don't believe that there's any more of his species, right? I don't think we even know what his species are. I don't know that there's really any other, how do I say this, uh, beings like him. Um, yeah, I could be he's, wrong. he's the only one we know of. Yes, right? I, yeah, yeah, so uh, on here it says, Bindu is a force-sensitive entity who resided in the remote planet of Atalon and claimed to represent the center of the force the, between the light and dark side. A quote for him that says, Jedi and Sith wield the Ashla and the Bogon, the light and the dark. I'm the one in the middle, the Bindu. So, uh, so let's, I'll just say this first and foremost, right? Obviously, we know the Force is the Force, and how we utilize the Force is is what makes us a light side and dark side. Now, I do think from our previous studies and things of, of canon that, that the force tends to lean towards the light. And that's why when the force is unbalanced, that's when the dark side comes. So, right. you know, what, it doesn't matter how many Sith there is versus Jedi. If there are Sith, typically it's unbalanced. So anyway, point is, is that, um, there are beings like him that, that, that kind of don't really tend towards the light side or tend towards the dark side. They're in the middle yeah, um, I think the, the, the thing to take from this, though, is, and just like Wikipedia says there, is he claims to be. And um, right. I I uh, feel iffy about the, the Bendu character um, and yeah. his motives. Yeah. And as we know, like, um, he refuses to take sides to the point to where when, when Kanan um, basically uh, reprimands him for it, yeah. Then he just unleashes a huge storm. He gets mad and unleashes this huge storm on all of them. <laughs> right. And it's like, mm, yeah, I yeah. I think he's. It can be a little selfish. You know what I'm saying? So I do. Yeah. I do think it's like uh, more self-centered, and you know. And I think that's the problem is that like, whenever you you call yourself someone in the middle, a lot of times if you don't hold the light, you'll end up going to a darkness. As, that's very true. Um, yeah. And and honestly, that just seems kind of a little bit of a dark side move yeah, to me. Yeah, exactly. Know? I don't know. So so let me say this real quick though. So you're talking about is there any other like beings like this? So yeah. I don't know of anything personally <clears throat> that's like him, but there are other beings, so to speak. Uh, in, 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 as we see in the Clone Wars through the Mortis trilogy, there's the father, the brother, and the sister. And uh, and these are. I don't even know what to call them, uh, like demigods or something. <laughs> I don't know, but they are representations of the force uh, itself. The father is supposed to be in the middle, kind of uh, balancing the light and the dark. The sister's light, the brother's dark, and the father is balancing them, them too. Um, so we know that there are other beings out there that kind of represent the force or made up of the force. Uh, so the Bindu, I don't even know necessarily if, if he's even on the same level as, as the mother or excuse me, the brother, sister and father. Um, so that's definitely something to look into. Now, so here, I was going to look up this too, though. There's also, you know, these, there's, there's clans of people, right. Uh, throughout star Wars, such as the Neti, the Anzat, the Korinai, which is a human tribe, the Vala, the Red Sith, uh, the actual species Red Sith, uh, the Miraluka, and there are other force-sensitive uh, yeah. force species. Are, uh, who species who legends now. But. Yeah, which, yeah, a lot of them are legends, but, but for the most part, there were there are some species of people or or out there that uh, are, are naturally force-sensitive. So I'm just saying that there's probably so many people out there that 
are Force-sensitive that never got picked up by a Sith or a Jedi, right? And just kind of operated in the in the Force uh, neutrally. Now, I will say this, in, and this is also Legends, but in the Old Republic game, there was that tribe of people. I don't even know what they're even called. Top of my head because I never played it. But um, they were like the, the really cool like commercials that you see it has them and they're, and they're like they're not really light side they're not really dark side but they they, they fight with lightsabers and they have the force oh, yeah, like the, that the knights of the eternal throne or okay yeah yeah yeah. About. yeah so i mean the point is is that i don't know as much about bindu other than like the brother mother and sister father whatever yeah i mean what what we do know is they're all they're all considered these ancient beings from you know a time past right and uh and so of course the force works in very mysterious ways so we don't really understand all of that, but um, I think uh, I think that's I, I I just think that he's maybe not as good of a character as as he he claims himself to be. Right. Yeah. And 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 like I'm pretty sure he even talks about like destroying the Jedi, like something like that. He says something <laughs> yeah, like it's that. It's been so, so long since I've watched. So that. like I yeah. I I tend to think maybe he's not he's maybe more of a dark side type being than than, yeah. than he initially claims. Yeah. But yeah, either way, he's some kind of force-sensitive uh, being of some type. So, but I, I, yeah. I, we might hear more about him at some point in the future if we do end up dealing more with Ahsoka and Thrawn and yeah. and Ezra, and because he was kind of connected into all that towards the end. And so. then plus the sister is heavily connected to True, Ahsoka, yeah. so, so I mean, we might see some more of of that in the in the future. Yeah. So yeah, it's just the, to summarize, uh, to answer your question. You know, no, there's really not any other ones other than some of these other ancient creatures like the sister and brother and father uh that that really are like him <laughs> so, yeah. so maybe we'll see more all right so uh good question um our second question comes from philip mahurin and he asked this uh he says where did moff gideon come from is he mentioned in any of the other star wars stories thanks and you're welcome anyway so uh basically no from, and and like Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Moff Gideon was not mentioned in anything that the first time we ever see him is in The Mandalorian. Yeah, Moff Gideon is a completely new character that was created for The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have not heard or seen of him uh, before that. And, and I remember when they did show him and stuff, we were kind of, I remember you and me both were like, should we know this? Yeah, so should we, we know, know him? Story? Have we heard of him before? No. Uh, there, there's nothing. Um, I think there's a good chance in the future we'll start to see him Probably in some uh, other and some other things, yeah. Uh, where maybe he was in the past, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but as of right now, the Mandalorian is the is the only thing he's been a part of. Right, and uh, I will say, that, you know, he is Moff Gideon, right? And so, in in looking back to the original trilogy and stuff, we see Grand Moff Tarkin. So obviously, we see that there's one Grand Moff, but there's a lot of several other Moffs under the Grand Moff, because um, I was just a rank, right? So I'm assuming he was just kind of one of the random moths that was in the Empire. And then when the Empire fell, he just kind of happened to be one of the last ones. And so because he was already in this big leadership role, he just kind of stood up and became, you know, the leader. Now, I, I do find it uh, interesting that we didn't get more backstory as to how he got the, the Darksaber and things of that nature. Um, maybe in the future. I don't know. Um, but the point is, is that, uh, yeah, as far as we know, Right now, there's there's no backstory to him uh, up to the point of the Mandalorian. And, uh, yeah, he's just one of the moths that kind of just stepped up and took over from there and tried to raise up his own faction of the Empire. Um, 
So yeah. yeah. So and as we know, all the grand mobs are trouble. So <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're all trouble. So yeah. yeah well, so he's all, they, he's always going to. If be they're bad. known as a grand moff, then you you know they're going to be a problem. <laughs> right. Or probably that goes for probably all the moffs, but yeah, exactly. Especially the grand moffs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so our uh, great question, Philip. Um, our third and final question comes from Miss Ava Patton. Ava, thanks for asking the question again. And she says, uh, how could all the Jedi not sense Palpatine was strong in the Force? So that's a very good question because a lot of people probably don't know that. Um, and there's kind of a, a long and a short answer to that. And I'll just give the short answer. And if, Drew, you want to elaborate on this, you can. Um, essentially, you know, you can disconnect from the Force, right? Um we see a lot of different times throughout Star Wars is that you can disconnect from the Force, like we see in uh, recently with Grogu, right? Grogu disconnected from the Force. We see in Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis disconnected from the Force. There's several different instances where people can disconnect themselves from the Force uh, on accident, on purpose, right? Obviously, we know that Palpatine was very masterful in, in the Force, very masterful in conniving and things of that nature. So he had masked his Force, uh, and, and suppressed it in the times that he was, you know, as a, as a as a Senate leader and as the Chancellor, so that he could infiltrate the ranks of of the Republic and rise up to take over. Um, so I think that's the that's, that's the short answer that that he did it on purpose. He suppressed his force. But Drew, do you have any more to elaborate I mean, on? That? I mean, that's that's the 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 basics of it. Yeah, I mean, like he he was knowledgeable enough and skilled enough to be able to turn it on and off whenever he wanted. Which right. was not an easy thing to do for most. No. Um, it was more of like if you turned it off, you know, it was probably off, <laughs> you know, for a good while. It's hard. Yeah. It was hard to, to just control it like that whenever you wanted. Um, and and so basically that, but also, you know, uh, going just a little deeper, you know, the Jedi were, were deceived at that point. They were blind yeah. to what was going on. They weren't even, honestly, they weren't even really searching for it, you know. They no. weren't, they weren't, they weren't aware and 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 also they talk about the 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 Sith um, shrine that was under the Sith temple. Well. Yeah. Um, that that also played a role in it. It talks about how that kind of helped the dark side uh, from that kind of helped to just completely just uh, make them all oblivious to what right. was, what was happening. And um, and so all of that plays in together with it. But but basically, in in the end, it, it comes down to uh, basically. Palpatine's mastery of the Force sure. and that dark side alchemy, I guess, that goes along with it. So. Yeah, yeah. Palpatine was a pretty, pretty crazy cat. Uh, he can do a lot of things that most people probably couldn't do. Um, so that, that's yeah. that's the long and short of it. I do think yeah. that, that he was utilizing that Sith shrine to to, to manipulate the, and, the Force in that area yeah, too. And, you, and you have to think like. You know, it's it's truly a, a masterful plan when you think about Palpatine and how far back he truly started to plan these things. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. how it, and that's why they were deceived, and and that's why I'm excited about the potential for the Acolyte series because oh, yeah. we could start yeah. to already see the beginnings of their plan, yeah. beginnings of how they plan to deceive the Jedi, and uh, I think there's just so much story that could still be told sure. about that. So. I 100% agree. So, Ava, uh, we appreciate your question. And uh, to, to Philip and David and all of you that yes. ask questions, thank you. Very much appreciate it. We continue to just 
thrive off of this. <laughs> I, I love the questions. I it's love so it. Fun. It's my favorite so part fun. to hear what questions you guys have. And, uh, Keep them coming. Yeah, Philip, I, I cut it off, but Philip says, I'm sorry if this is a dumb question. No, Philip, it's not a dumb <laughs> oh. question. It's not a dumb question because oh, I thought you had. I thought he like had another one, and you did cut it off. So I thought yeah, that's what so you were honestly, saying. Honestly, there was one question you asked. It was so dumb. I didn't want to. Say, no, that, that's my whole point. Okay, okay. He said, "I'm sorry, if this yeah. is a dumb question, but no, who no is dumb, Moff Gideon?" No dumb right. questions. Um, yeah, no we, dumb questions. We do this podcast for all um, lovers of Star Wars, all uh, new or old. No, yeah, new or old, all uh, levels of knowledge of Star Wars. Yeah. We want to answer a question for someone that's just getting into Star Wars. Yeah. And we hope to be able to answer questions for those that know a lot about Star Wars. And hopefully we can give not, you a little more feedback. Not everybody's weirdo nerds like us yeah. who know everything about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. and, and there's people who know more than us, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm but, not sure some of these people could be telling us a thing or two. But, right. Exactly. But, um, but, but like I said, all questions are welcome. Yeah. Um, we love to answer them. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Ask away, everybody. For sure. All right. So, last but not least oh man we're going to get in oh. to the meat baby and that is the oh. mandalorian season two chapter 16 finale yes so uh standard procedures we'll talk about our yes. generic yes. overall impressions yep. non-spoilers what we thought about it mm-hmm. uh how we liked it and then we'll get to spoilers and talk about everything all the yeah. delicious goodies <laughs> that Mm-mm-mm. came into this buffet of an episode yeah. um so let's get into uh, non-spoiler first. Drew, I've been talking a lot. Go ahead. Chapter 16, The Rescue. Yes. Um, this, this episode made me, literally made me feel like a child again. <laughs> um, Giddy like a schoolgirl. I mean, yeah. That's what we said. <laughs> I, you know, it's just the magic of Star Wars, the magic of nostalgia, Um you know, this is something that that you and I have have literally grown up with, and not just yeah. grown up with, uh, but but together have grown up with. Yeah, it. yeah. literally since we were small, small children, we have been playing Star Wars together, uh, <laughs> watching Star Wars together. Yeah. It's it's and it, it's just it, it was a magical moment today to be it able really to, to to do that again. And, and and when you watch this episode, you'll know what, exactly just what we're talking about. But something about it was was unforgettable. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I will never forget th- that moment that we <laughs> yeah, experienced today yeah. in this episode. Um, but just talking about the episode, it it is um, it's well done. I this is uh, the director is Peyton Reed on this, yeah. which directed um, the second episode of this season. And which yeah. is which is I believe both of our least favorite of the season, which is it, but none of them are bad. Right. Yeah, it's not but a it's bad just, episode, it just but wasn't. Uh, but when you have like t- level ten tier things yeah. over and over and over, and there's one that comes with like an eight point five, right, you know, right, right. It's, it has to be the least favorite, um, right? By, but by man, default. he he uh, he hits hard on this one, and um, yeah, and it's just. It basically what I would say about this episode is it just escalates. It's oh, escalating yeah, the entire it's, time. The entire time it's building, and you can feel the just tension building. T- yeah, you can tension. Feel, yeah, you can feel it build until it finally just you know just blows. Right, and it's uh, it's it's insane and outstanding music in this episode. <laughs> yes, um, big big hand to the, clap to Ludwig yeah, Göransson. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what we liked about that once we get yeah. into spoilers. But the music is well done. I think the uh, the 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 writing, the 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 camera work, everything is just uh, top notch on this episode. I loved it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you said it perfectly. I think I think one of the biggest things that I'll say as well is that it, it perfectly ties in so many elements of new and old, uh, 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 happiness, sadness. Yeah. Um, there's just so much there, and I think I think that the tension, and because here's the thing, you can have good tension, right? There's not there's not always bad tension. There's good tension that things are building up, and you can tell that it's good and it's going to be exciting, it's going to be fun and awesome. And that tension is building up. But there's also there's also tension that built up. It's like, oh, this is scary. This is bad. What's going to happen? And there's all this just like animosity. And when it finally happened, you're like, oh, yeah. you know, you're like, right. oh my gosh, it's insane. And I remember, I mean, I, I so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell. But you know, one of us was crying, and the other one was like sitting there with her mouth agape, like not knowing what to feel or. To do. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, I think we were both just like cluck, clutching our chest, just like I don't even know what to say. Like it was just insane. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. So overall, phenomenal episode. I do think that the directing was really good. Again, uh, Peyton Reed did yeah. did very well. Uh, again, I didn't love episode two just because I'm like, ah, this, this could, there could have been so much more happening. Uh, but but the, I thought the direction on that was good, and just the angles and 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 and, and the, the style direction that they took for this episode was just yeah. great. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm done yep. talking about non spoilers. All right, let's go into spoilers. <laughs> so warning, warning. Mandalorian season two chapter sixteen, spoiler review. Yes, breakdown starting whatever. right now. Anyways, <laughs> so oh, first of all, uh, dude, I just gotta say it again. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, this episode is insane. Yeah, um, they call it the rescue. I think we kind of already knew what that was entailing. I mean, we, we we knew they're gonna get Grogu back, right? Maybe Yoda's back. Right, right. But man, the stuff that came in this episode, Mace Windu. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so let's let's go through a quick little breakdown of what I happened. Loved, I loved the scene with Mace Windu, Cal Kestis, Cal and Kestis, Ezra Bridger. Off, they're all came. like giving each other and, high fives and chest bumps. Yeah, and yeah. they uh, they killed everybody, and yeah, it was amazing. It was <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> and then they like took this image of Luke Skywalker and just it, burned like an it, effigy, you know. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> We're the cool Jedi. We're the now. cool Jedi's. Me and Cal Kestis. Uh, okay. Anyway, no, we yeah. really do love Cal Kestis, but anyway, we'll get to why we're talking like that. Anyway. So let's just go over a little overview. And as we're talking, we can talk about things that yeah. we, we thought and saw and mentioned. Yeah. Blah, blah. So the f- opening scene, we have slave one and it is chasing after an Imperial, uh, uh shuttle and they're going through space. And of course, uh, as it kind of flashbacks and for- back and forth, uh, I love like, the very ominous feel it gives. Like where Slave One is like the, like the shark, you know that, that 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 that's hunting its prey, you know. Um, yeah. And inside the shuttle uh, was Doctor Pershing, which was the clone scientist that we've seen several different times. Yeah. That's trying to utilize. This is, this is the first episode that they actually called him the uh, clone something yes. or other. I don't yes. remember the exact like, wording yeah, of it, but basically clone scientist, clone researcher there's something thing. yeah but but yeah. they finally finally like officially confirmed that even though was, we already knew but yeah we already kind of assumed especially with that episode with all the test tubes and stuff but he was actually they well, actually and the confirmed. camino emblem on his well that too of yeah. course yeah um but yeah they officially confirmed that he was trying to clone yeah so uh so yeah so they're trying to capture obviously dr pershing because they think that he may have baby yoda or possibly can at least lead him to baby yoda so they go around. They're fighting a really awesome uh, uh, moment, and, and of course they stop them. And they're like, "All right, prepare to board." And like I said, that the whole shark scene where where like the slave one like crawls, like like floats over the bay window of the shuttle, and, like, and then like the sound effect is like, 
you know, yeah, and it's like, right. it was just, oh, it was so good. It yeah, was one so thing good. that I loved about this episode is we get we get some like actual uh, space battles, like a like a Star Wars movie yes. type space battle where you yes. know you're 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 in you are in black space and you're flying yeah. around and and uh, and you know they had the the X wings or not X wings the Tie fighters chasing after yeah. them and so, <laughs> um, so good. it was cool to see. It was so long story short. So they so they they, they attach and they get inside the hole of the shuttle. And basically, like Doctor Pershing, where's where the kid at? And immediately, when he before he starts to talk, one of the the pilots, who we assumed was just a pilot, right, immediately grabs Doctor Pershing, holds a, a, a gun to his head or yeah. you know, a blaster to his head, and you can tell he's actually like a kind of a secret operative agent uh, for for Moff, Moff Gideon. And the other one, other pilots, like, hey, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll cooperate. And all of a sudden, boom, the other pilot blasts him away. And there's this really crazy conversation ensues. Basically, between yeah, she says he's on the Death Star. Yeah, well, Cara Dune says that that you know uh, was talking to him. That's what I'm saying. Like, like basically, Cara Dune's talking to the the pilot, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to make sure everybody knows like what's going on. But um, but basically, saying like, oh, I see you're from Alderaan. And he's like, "How's Alderaan doing?" Basically, and she's like, "Well, because uh, I was on the, I was on the, the on the Death Star when that yeah, happened." He's like, yeah. "She's like, which one?" Yeah, like that. And he got like, super like, mad, one? and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, "Millions of people died uh, both of those days, and, and people across the galaxy cheered." Alderaan was was uh, a sacrifice we needed to take to stop terrorism, and right when she he says that she gets like super mad, and dude just. <laughs> Actually, just blast this dude in the face. Right in the face. <laughs> right in the face. Just right in the face. And Dr. Pershing just standing there like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'll come with you. <laughs> so as we go, of course, so uh, Dr. Pershing, you know, gets in there and they kind of catch him up. Okay, uh, Grogu is on on uh, Moff Gideon's uh, cruiser and they kinda, he kind of helps, helps them to strategize and things of that nature. And uh, so now, all of a sudden... Um, they realize, okay, we know where Baby Yoda's at. We know where Moff Gideon's at, but now we need to get a little bit of help. So now they go to, to some planet. I can't remember which one it was. And they kind of get into the saloon. And uh, all of a sudden, they see Bo-Katan. And yeah. uh, uh, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Kara Reeves or something like that. Or something Reeves, I want to say. Um, Cosca Reeves. Cosca Reeves. That was close. Anyway. Um and basically, yeah. Interestingly, the other guy's just not there. Yeah, he's just Axe gone. Wolf or Axel or Axe yeah. or I don't remember. I think it's Axe something. Anyway, yeah, he's just not there, which I thought that was odd. Yeah, just completely uh, not just a part. Gone. They never said anything about him. Never either. mentioned him. Yeah, it's bizarre. So uh, anyway, um, essentially, sorry about that. Anyway, I had this like vibration on the microphone. Like, what is that? Anyway, that's oh, my phone going off. So. Uh, Basically, they get in the saloon and they're talking and they're like, you know, hey, we need you to come help us. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to need to go get Baby Yoda back. And it, we, <laughs> Drew and I was talking, but it's always so funny. No, I ain't going to help you. No, I'm not getting dragged yeah, this yeah. to have the kid. What? <laughs> yeah, literally, everyone has turned him every, down until until he says they have the kid. And then they're like, oh, well, time. why didn't you start off with that? You every know? time. Like, yeah, why did you waste my time? Yeah. Could have told me earlier. Anyway. Yeah, I thought that was, that was hilarious. Just another yeah. instance of that. Um. So, but as he's saying that, and they're kind of like starting to agree, all of a sudden Boba Fett walks up behind him, just yeah. kind of like standing there. And all of a sudden, Bo Katan and, and both uh, Cosca Reeves are like, Hey, you know, like, what are you doing here? You're not a Mandalorian, you're an imposter. And, uh, and, uh, it was really cool because Bo Katan starts referencing the Clone Wars 
because she's like, I've heard your voice a million times yeah, before, yeah. and I know who you are, and uh, and basically he's like, you know, my father gave me this armor. He's like, mm-hmm. no, your donor gave you this yeah, armor. Right. Oh, dude, yeah, that was insane. Cool. But it, eventually, it kind of led up to the point where they're like, they're getting so angry. Yeah, that, which it's interesting that she was was being that way after she had told <laughs> right. told Jaren on in uh, the the third episode. Third, yeah, that you know, like. You know, that was th- those thoughts of you're only a Mandalorian if you keep this creed this, and all this stuff that. was yeah. was uh, was a uh, the wrong way of thinking. And so it's funny, though, that all of a sudden <laughs> like, she of all but people, she's, but she's kind of <laughs> being that way towards Boba here. So. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it escalates to the point where Casca even jumps up and like they start like fighting together. And uh, I admit I was a little disappointed that they like obviously Boba held his own and, and he did really good. But like there's a couple of times that she like you know, need him in the gut and flipped over and stuff like that. And did some things that kind of looked him, made it look a little dumb, but I'm like, really? I was, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of, of really? that moment where yeah. they, I mean, we've, we've seen Boba Fett like wrecking house, right? Like just going crazy on everybody. And all of a sudden he just like randomly gets like taken out, um, by this character who we don't even really like, we know don't much even about. really know. I thought that was yeah. a little weird and made Boba Fett kind of look like a, yeah, kind of like a loser in that moment. I, but <laughs> I think I think the pur- I think the purpose was that they were trying to show that she's powerful and she's good and that she's out of training. But I think all it did is just make Boba Fett look bad. <laughs> like right, you know yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but whatever. Right. So eventually they're like, okay, he has the kid. You know, let's just get over our differences and let's go. Right. So they leave. So they're all kind of together and the band's back together. Um, I figured we'd have had a few more people than this. Um, but they obviously didn't need anybody <laughs> if we watched the episode, but I, I thought, you know, oh, he's going to, initially I thought we was going to get Ahsoka. I thought we was going to have, uh, Mayfield and all of them together and stuff. But, you know, I thought that was interesting that we didn't have those guys. Um, so anyway, so they all get together and then they're, they're planning to attack the ship was pretty cool. They took that shuttle, Imperial shuttle. It's going to come out of hyperspace. And uh, Slave One was going to be right behind them, acting as if you know they were a distressed shuttle trying to get back into the cruiser. And uh, so this was the, the the big, good space battle that part of the space battle yeah, that we yeah. see. All of a sudden, you know, they're like, "Well, you know, you can tell that that Moff Gideon's pretty wary." Like, uh, I feel like this is, especially after this uh, hologram I just saw. I don't think I trust anybody. So they send out a bunch of Tie Fighters to intercept and attack uh, Slave One. And, and it was beautiful, first of all. Just that, that scene was so good. Um, and seeing that first TIE fighter come out of the, the launching tube or launching bay was so cool. It was just clean. It just it just looked so awesome. And uh, and long story short, they do their battle for a little bit. And, and the shuttle, you know, they're, which is them, they just keep coming, keep coming. They're like, oh, you know, you don't, have, you don't have clearance. You don't have clearance. Wait, you know, clear the shuttle tube. And, and so they just come crashing into the bay. Yeah. And uh, very cool. They The shuttle opens up the lights are flickering the shuttle opens and tons of smoke pours out and and, and drew you immediately said uh like what what was you you're saying what yeah i said it, it, it reminded me of of darth vader like, kind of, <laughs> right. kind of, and i think it was intentional it kind of had that same. yeah especially later on we kind of find it well, well then, yeah but like but it was very reminiscent of like uh i i i'm thinking empire maybe yeah where he, he comes out of a ship just like that and yeah, it kind of has empire. that same that same kind of look yeah, it's so. so good. It's so good. And they came out and they're just they're just blasting, of course, you know. So they're fighting their way through and, and, and oddly enough, this is something that you and I talked about. Oddly enough, Boba just light speeds away, right? And 
Well, like I don't know. Sleaze. I don't know if I missed something. If he was supposed to specifically be doing something after that, I don't know that's if I or if he's just kind of hanging out in space, waiting till they're done, and he's like the guy that's gonna hurry and pick him up. Maybe that's their plan. Perhaps, yeah. Um, so he's kind of just in waiting around. But like Boba Fett's gone, right? Gone. The rest yeah. of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was very bizarre. So yeah, that, yeah, it was really weird um, that he's just not there anymore. Yeah, and we don't you don't hear so anything from him. Or if anything. you watch the end of the episode, you're like, oh, I know why. But here's the thing: Finnick was not with him. Finnick was with 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 uh, everybody else. So well, yeah, yeah, that's later. Obviously, it's later. So, so. That's my point. Like people can say like, well, that's where he went. Well, no, not yet. Right. So, so where he went? I don't for whatever know. reason, they chose for him just to not be involved in those scenes. <laughs> Which right. was an interesting choice. It was but. bizarre. But, you know, whatever. Probably setting up for something in the future. Who knows? Wink, wink. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is spoiler view, right? Anyway, so, uh, you know, they're fighting their way through the ship, and they're they're kicking butt, obviously. Um, some very cool scenes. and then, but, but more importantly, in terms of the story, Mando gets kind of separated off, and he's trying to go take care of the dark troopers so that they don't have to fight them. The, the idea was that they, he would shut the, the bay door and jettison them, jettison them into space. So basically they're getting activated and this whole sequence is super cool to see them booting up. And of course, Drew and I kind of like thought it was hilarious that, you know, like they're booting up sequences. It's like, how was it like dubstep? Uh, yeah. Music like, in the background. While they're booting up, it's clearly music, but it's, yeah. like, it's like a dubstep type deal. It's like on. rhythmic, like yeah. sounds. And I loved beats. it. I, I thought it was so yeah. cool. And, it, and they yeah. keep doing it and it gets like bigger and bigger. And it, again, just like everything else, it's like in the building the anticipation and yeah. building it, building up yeah. to this. And uh, it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Um, so, Van, you can basically it's building up to the point where like, oh, they're almost ready. They're almost there. Is Manda gonna make it in time? And so finally, he gets there. and He's about he he, he slams the door shut uh, with the button. But right as it slams, like one of the hands gets through. Yeah. And one of the one and of at, the and at this point, you'll also notice that he does have the Beskar spear on his back. He's yeah. been carrying that around. Yeah, so that's something to know. Yeah, because that. he knew at first. I'm like, why? Like, it's kind of convenient that he has that. But I, I realize now that they realize that's the only way he can fight the the the, the dark saber is with the Beskar spear. So yeah, I would say he was. I would say he he had already thought about that. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of the intention. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so one of the one of the. Um, Dark Tripper gets out of the of their bay uh, before the doors close. So basically, he's trying to you know Mando's trying to jettison them all out, but he's just yeah. getting just absolutely pounded. Well, yeah, because like as he's trying to the doors closing or whatever, but he like punches punches and he just slams against. Oh the yeah, wall. like he, just, he like, flies shoot. like ten yeah. feet, <laughs> and then it picks him up and he's just punching just Mando in the face, beating his head into the wall, literally. Yeah, yeah. like just head is going further into the wall. Luckily, he has Beskar. <laughs> Yeah, you know? which uh, as as you can tell, like that man, that stuff holds up. Yeah, pretty well, pretty, pretty <laughs> right? well. Uh, yeah, so that was it's just hilarious. He's like bam, 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 bam. His head, yeah. his head just going further into the wall. <laughs> so obviously, you know, he tries to shoot him, and I, I, I was under the presumption at, at first that they were made of Beskar because that's something I thought. Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. If I think made a them. lot of people speculated that he probably made them out of Beskar, but, but he made them out of something, right? Because they're not Beskar. And we'll know why in a little bit, but they do deflect blaster bolts. So I'm thinking that maybe they're made of Dura steel, and that's always a possibility. I don't know. They're able to deflect. I'll just say this: they're able to deflect blaster bolts, but they're not able to deflect lightsabers. So, anyway, so uh, long story short, he finally like 
gets away from it a little bit, uses the Beskar spear to, to destroy it, and stabs it in the neck, basically, and rips his head off, whatever. So as they're about to break through the glass on the door, he hits the button, and they get jettisoned out into space. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a complete waste of 40, <laughs> 40 Dark Troopers that's been uh, building up to. So, you know, whatever. So at that time, as he's about to turn around, all of a sudden... Or no, I'm sorry, that's not true. So he goes down, he's trying to find Grogu, and he gets to a holding cell where he believes he's at, and he opens up, and as soon as he opens up, you see Grogu just sitting on his little bench with his little baby hand, Imperial handcuffs on. Um, and uh, and then we have Moff Gideon standing over him with the, the Darksaber ignited right above his head. And it's basically, like, you know, if you take another step, this baby's getting sliced and diced, baby. Uh, some green eggs and ham. <laughs> and uh, um, long story short, he's, you know, He's saying, all I want is the kid. Just give me the kid, I'll leave. This is what Mando's saying. And uh, Moff Gideon's like, oh, it's like, well, I, you know, this is the Darksaber. And this is the, he's like, he's like, I don't care. Like, you literally can keep the Darksaber. You can keep your ship. You can keep your life. I don't care. All I want is the kid. And Moff is like, okay. I was like, well, you know what? Uh, you know, I, I got, I've got what I needed from him. I've studied his blood. Uh, I've got what I needed. Um, you know, as long as you leave the ship immediately, I'll let you have him. And he's like, okay. And he was literally willing to, to give up on everything just to get the kid back. So as he walks up to the uh, up to baby Yoda to grab him and pick him up and leave, all of a sudden he reignites the the dark saber and just absolutely just starts pummeling uh, uh, Mando. And obviously, luckily he has Beskar on, so it's kind of bouncing and deflecting off. But I mean, he's just bam, 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 mm-hmm. just knocking him over and knocking him back and stuff, which was really cool to see. Um, but what's interesting is that uh, you know. He gets knocked down, but but I mean, clearly, Moff Gideon has some skill with this. Obviously, yeah. How I don't really know. <laughs> I don't think they had a uh, uh, lightsabers uh, training uh, in the Imperial Academy that I know of, but uh, they may have had some kind of sword training, well, vibra blade training, or maybe something. maybe because as we see, and this is much later, but as we see in the first order, first uh, the first order. Some of those crazy weirdo stormtroopers look like absolutely just like massacre Finn with like this light baton yeah. thing. Like well, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. So somebody has uh, some tr- trilogy. Gotta love it. <laughs> you gotta love it. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Anyway, he he finally gets his bearings and he's like you know blocking it with his his gauntlets and stuff and he pulls out the Beskar spear. Yeah, and they're fighting something that's very interesting. Uh, that that Drew mentioned. Go ahead, because you had mentioned this to me. Uh, whenever they're fighting and he's they're clashing together. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see where it's like it's like heating up on the yeah. on the spear to the point where sometimes it looks like it almost like if they melt. were to continue, yeah. it would melt. Yeah. Uh, so maybe may, maybe uh um the uh what's it called um wow I just lost the word for the arm name of the Bruh. armor. What's the name of the the material? That's used there. Beskar? Beskar, thank you. It just like completely <laughs> went away from my my mind there for a second. But maybe Beskar does have a like a melting point. Well, when we it know comes it to has like a lightsaber, to, like right? eventually maybe if they were to continue to hold it there, it eventually right. would, right? Yeah, because you, we know it has to because if you remember the yeah. armor, he had, had that bubbling cauldron. Well, true. So like, true, true. like what, what, right, what the right. heck is the fire that the armor is using if it's not lightsaber? You know what I'm saying? So we know it, it has to melt at some Right, point, right. You know, but but yeah, but it clearly, uh, when they're fighting and they're they're holding those positions, yeah, I think eventually it was gonna was gonna mess it up. I, I wondered actually if it was going it's gonna to cut it in half, cut or it something in half like or that. something, but yeah. it never did. But. Never did. Came close. Never did. It was, so a anyway, co- it was a cool fight scene. Very yeah. cool fight scene. Obviously, ends up like 
does some really cool stuff with the spear and, and, and kind of swings it out and, and disarms him, knocks the dark saber out uh, across the, the the hallway and holds in there and he yields. And so yeah. at that point, Din does not realize the significance of him submitting to him, right? Yeah, yeah. So the next thing we have is them coming to the hole of the ship where everybody else is at, like, you know, hey, where's Moff Gideon, blah, blah, blah. We see... First of all, a very awesome image. We see Mando coming with the ignited dark saber and yeah, Baby Yoda on his, his other hand. hand. And, yeah, <laughs> so Grogu awesome. in one hand and, and, and yeah. the dark saber in the other. Pretty great. Yeah. So good. He's so cool. So so cool. <laughs> um, such a beast. Anyway, yeah. so they come into the room and, and and basically like immediately, Bo-Katan turns around and sees it. And like, what are you doing? What are you doing? No. Mm. And he's like, what? You know, like he doesn't understand. You know. And so we get this whole monologue, uh, yeah. which is a very cool way to give lore, first of all, for those who wasn't uh, yeah, which into it. You can tell Gideon's just, uh, Gideon thinks he's got it, got it, where he, he wants some, basically. Gideon is all giddy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, no, he's he's excited. He's like, he's just like, if, I, if I'm going to be defeated, at least, at least Bo-Katan didn't get the, the, the saber back. Well, I, well, I think, <laughs> um, I think Gideon thinks he can get Bo-Katan to take out Mando. Well, that too. And I think that that's what he's he was really hoping yeah. was going to happen. Well, and, and as we see, you know, he goes through the whole thing, and those of you who already know this know this, right? But uh, as we can see, you know, uh, those who wield the Darksaber, who, who, you know, can become the Mandalore, right? The, the leader of all the Mandalorians. Uh, but it has to be gained through single combat, essentially. Yeah has to be defeat he has to defeat the one holding the dark saber and then take that from them you know they're yielded they're dead whatever right and and that's how you get the power right. so you know mando's just trying to hand it back to her. He's like we're well, just take it I, mean, I don't want it i just want the kid i'm good and she's like no i can't take it he's like okay well fine then uh all right let's fight i yield and, you know he's like yeah, yeah it's not how it works you know and and then gideon's like talking in their ear and you can see it on her face that she's highly contemplating well, if you yeah, if you go back to the scene, her eyes never break with with yeah. with uh, Mando. She's really thinking like I might have to, I might have to do, this. I might have to do this <laughs> yeah. so I can become the leader. Yeah, which which shows um, that maybe she's a little too obsessed with the idea of getting of, of getting the dark yeah. saber. Yeah, because she's like she's like you know her her, her initial thing is like I don't care who leads, I just want Mandalore to be united again. It's like, but is that the case? Is that really the case? Because um, it sounds like she's very I think interested. She, in being I think the she wants herself. to be the leader. Yeah. Um, I do. I still believe that we might be heading towards a ending for Mando uh, being the leader of of the Man- of Mandalorians <laughs> on Mandalore. As it sits right now, he technically is right now. Yeah, I mean, but Mandalore I, is not. But he doesn't. doesn't he doesn't want it right now. He no. has no. He he doesn't care at all. But I think there could be at some point in the future point where he does care right that, and to be that leader recognizes that we, i like uh, how christian harloff put it um he's kind of like like uh, aragorn in that sense of where <laughs> right. he, he right. ends up uh ends up basically filling the burden and becoming the leader that they needed even despite exactly. the fact that he didn't really ever plan on it exactly you know? and through that he's going to be able to unite all of the mandalorian clans whether you're a foundling whether right. you're a true blood whether you're a dead death watch you know he, right exactly yeah, so very cool. Very cool scene on that. And part. he'll have the dark saber as his main weapon, and that'd just be cool. That's just so. gonna be sick, anyways. <laughs> Decked out in full Beskar yeah. and have a dark saber. I mean, you can't yeah. get much better than that, right? So, uh, at this point, of course, all of those jettisoned as we—you knew how they it had to come back, right? Uh, all those jettisoned dark troopers end up 
infiltrating back yeah, into the ship. Uh, real quick, I do want to mention uh, just a little lore thing for you. But if if I uh, understand correctly, if going off of those rules for the dark saber, this that would mean that um, Palpatine would actually be the uh, previous the official owner of that dark saber. Um, if if yeah. you go by like by the fair rules, yeah, because Darth Maul gets it from Pre Vizsla. Mm-hmm. Or is that right, Pre Vizsla? Yeah, and then um, and then Palpatine gets it, and yeah, then because he defeats there, him, and takes it. Yeah. Later on in Rebels or whatever, uh, they get. I don't even remember how they get it from there. Yeah, at that I don't point. remember. But I'm pretty sure Palpatine would be the the next rightful owner of <laughs> of that. So that's just an see. That's the thing, though. Thing I mean, because here's the thing: like at at that point, though, it's just an interesting topic. You know, do I'm trying how how to say? Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, someone had it. Who you know took it from Bo-Katan, However, that ended up happening, which is interesting that we never figure out how that happened, right? Um, yeah, I think for some reason they're holding that back. Yeah, for I'll know some exactly reason. what happens. <laughs> I think I don't we're know. I think we're still going to get that story, but clearly, of course, not this season. But maybe it's an Ahsoka story. Um, I, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly when we're going to get it, but I think there is more to it, and they're just not revealing all their cards yet. <laughs> And I yeah. wonder if I'm kind of wondering if there's some darker sides to Bo-Katan that we've yet to to yeah, unfold well, here, especially we, with her reaction at the end. And we know that she was never the best person. And we know right? that she took you know? she she took the dark saber willingly from uh, back in Rebels from yeah. Sabine. She she just took it. There was yeah. no battle, anything. Yeah. And uh, so it's interesting that now she's not willing to take it that way. Right. And it makes you wonder if if maybe they never took her seriously or something. Right. She kind of learned the lesson, you know, because yeah. she she technically won it uh, inappropriately or whatever. And so. because of that, they could never she could never really reunite all the Mandalorians because of that. Right. And yeah. that's just an idea. We don't really know. That's but, yeah, kind of speculation. Yeah, but. but so anyway, very interesting, uh, blah, blah, blah. So all those dark troopers come back, and we think it's, you know, they're coming. They, they drop the, sh- the blast shield, the blast doors or whatever, uh, to the hole of the ship. And, uh, you know, and they're just, like, you know, got the two in the front just going, yeah. boom, you know, just pounding on the, the door trying to break it in. And, it's like again, that tension is building up, and, like, yep. the, 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 the fist pounds get, like, faster. Yeah. And this, and, like, and so it's doing this, and I'm thinking, well, I, I even turned to you. And I yeah. say, how are they getting out of this? Because, like, they're they can't defeat this group. No, they can't defeat them. There's no, no way they're going to no. defeat all of these guys, all no. these dark troopers. And I and I and I said, um, I don't even know if a Jedi could defeat yeah. all these. Because at this troopers. point, we're kind of under the assumption that those Beskar steal as their armor. At least I was under the presumption. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we we knew it was something very strong, and um, yeah, and it's just a lot of them too, right? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know what can save them at this point. <laughs> And but 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 then let right. me go back real quick to to what we I have been at least predicting for a long time now, yeah. And what I've been hoping was going to happen, and I've yeah. always hoped that that uh, my my dream was that Luke Skywalker would show up, save the day at the at the end for whatever was going on. He would right. come and save the day, and that would right. be the that would be how we get yeah. the Jedi. That, yeah, that we've they been thinking that for, for a while. Yeah. And boy, <laughs> did it deliver! 
<laughs> because good. as it as as the as the dark troopers are beating on that all of a sudden they look over and they see on the cam like oh. you see an x-wing and at this point i freak out <laughs> I, know, I immediately I started just, just like jumping just up and down freaking and out. i'm like screaming like stop stop, stop. rex is like whoa wait wait, wait. Like, rex, is, rex is like we don't know for sure we don't know for sure. i'm like i don't care Listen, I'm like it's gotta I, be. I was at the point like i knew it was luke <laughs> but i didn't want to get my hopes up if it wasn't you yeah, know what I'm yeah. like if there was just ever a speck in my mind because if it dude i'm just saying if after all that and it wasn't luke i would have like literally jumped out of i the think window. for me <laughs> i think for me like Sure, anyone could sh- have shown up in an X-wing, right? Yeah. But for me, the way I looked at it was there was no way anyone else they were going to represent anyone else right. showing up in an X-wing at that moment than it's Luke Skywalker. It's very classically tied to Luke, you know exactly. And yeah. so when I saw it, to me, I was like, "It's got to be, it's got to yeah. be." And 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 <laughs> so we had these two dude, different reactions dude, going on. Dude, dude. But but um and so and then as soon as you. Again, you see this hooded figure. I'm just like, ah! Rex is like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I mean, I'm clearly freaking out, but I'm yeah, just yeah. still, hold on, hold on. I mean, still, I'm jumping yeah. up and down, but I'm still, hold on. It's so true. You were jumping up and down, but you were like, you just kept hold saying, hold on. I'm trying to calm myself down, so but then, it's not working. So then uh, they, they're, so like, then the lightsaber comes out and, and he's slashing up some droids. And you can't see and, the but color. you can't see the color. And, and so in, in the middle of me freaking out, I'm jumping up and down. He's jumping up and down, but he's saying, hold on. I go, I go, well, just wait. If you see it's green, just get excited. The if it's green, it's okay. The second we say that, it, 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 it goes to the actual color, and you see the green lightsaber. You see the glove. You see the lightsaber <laughs> itself. And, and then we just Dude, we just flip We went eight out. bananas on that one, baby. We, we, oh, we went my absolutely wild. Goodness. They actually did it. Dude, they, they actually did it. It was crazy. It people over there actually brought luke skywalker they actually this. brought luke skywalker oh my gosh, dude. the uh, argue arguably the most the biggest one of the most important characters in all star wars yeah i mean yeah maybe absolutely. the most important in some eyes and um yeah and here he is brought back and and this is what this is why it meant so much not only because i love the character of luke skywalker yeah um not only because um oh he's just a, a cool jedi but um, but of course, the nostalgia of it, seeing him back again, it, it, it was just made it's us feel so like good. like children. I mean, but, literally. But yeah. but also for recent events as well, because when you look at the sequel trilogy, and and some people love it, and that's okay. Um, some people hate it, and that's okay too. Whatever whatever your thoughts are. For me though, uh, I I had struggled with the sequel trilogy because of the the way they present. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. To me, that's not the Luke Skywalker yeah, I know. I agree. And even and even a lot of I know a lot of time can change people and events can change people, but I think the core of Luke Skywalker is is a hero. And and this was the hero, Luke Skywalker. This is what we had this, been waiting on. This is what we've been waiting on. Of course yeah. it's it's a younger version of it than we had Expected hoped to see least, in, of course yeah. in the sequel trilogy, but yeah. but it's still an experienced Luke Skywalker. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. talking. Yeah. We're talking. Uh, Ten years, um, maybe something like that. Well, it's. Um, I always get this wrong. Well, I always I'm pretty get the sure it's six wrong. years after. Six years after the, Return the, of the, the Jedi, first right? episode of Mandalorian is six years after. So yeah. So he's been. A, he's he he's been doing this for a while now. Yeah. And and boy does it show. And this yeah. we finally get, we get to see Luke Skywalker. At some of his highest potential, yeah, and 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 and, and the same reason why we were so excited about Boba Fett, we yeah. got to see Boba Fett at his <laughs> right. highest potential, and right. we, we're seeing these characters finally uh, realized 
and how we've seen them and dreamed about them yeah. for many years. Like how, how you mean? Oh, you know, yes. I just I I've never seen it, but I know Luke Luke Skywalker will fight like this. Like, yeah, you know yeah. he's gonna be well, super powerful. And we and got it in Legends. I mean, of course, yeah. we got tons of heroic stories about Luke and the crazy stuff he could do. I mean, by the end of the Legends novels, <laughs> Luke was basically invincible. The stuff right. he could do yeah. was insane. Yeah. And um, of course, it went a whole different direction in 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 canon. Right. Um, but but to see Luke Skywalker do the things he did in this to see him be that was was a moment i will never forget no i it was so it, it good. thrilled me and what also i loved about it um is that not only did we get this this scene and it and it was cool and all the all the little stuff he did with those lightsaber and the force and all that was was great but yeah. the the one thing that i i was just like oh man they did it and it's, it's amazing is they they framed this to be like the Darth Vader scene yeah. in Rogue One, <laughs> but the light the side final, version of it <laughs> in the final hallway there, where all those dark troopers were, they t- d- that was not a coincidence. No, that was absolutely not absolutely not. That no. was intentional. They like father like son. Yeah, and and I oh I loved it <laughs> oh, so dude, much. It's so good. It's interesting. It's so the, good. The beginning of the Darth Vader scene, you know, you got the like the fog and the smoke or whatever, and you see the lightsaber glowing. Well, in this one, it's at the end. At the end when he walks through the door you get the the lightsaber glowing and the, yeah. and the fog smoke stuff so, <laughs> so um it beautifully done um i i could not have been more more thrilled honestly, yeah, honestly and then you yeah. and then of course you see his face uh now this is the part where like sure it wasn't perfect right right yeah i mean you could tell that it was cgi I it mean, wasn't perfect but but for me um that's okay i i love that um it's it's mark camel right I mean, I was not at 100% against them recasting uh, if it was going to be a very lengthy role. But since it's a right. short role like it, like it was, I'm glad that it's Mark Hamill de-aged. Uh, I know there is a body double and stuff. but um, And yeah. I'm not sure about the voice, uh, how that worked out. Like, I'm not sure either because they have the credits to Mark Hamill. So I'm, yeah. I'm feeling like, you know, again, it's so just maybe voice they, stuff. But maybe they like messed with it. Yeah, had or a modulation. Or, yeah. or, or, or I know I know in times past that in other, maybe not just necessarily stars, but I know this technology exists where they could take two different voices and mesh them together. So maybe like he said it. Well, would they did that for Obi-Wan and uh, Rise Musky. of Skywalker. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, or sorry, no, not Rise of Skywalker. Um, in, uh, in The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, well... I mean, they may have did it in Rise Skywalker too. I don't know, I'm but... I'm not sure either, but... Uh, well, I mean... But they definitely they did it in Force Awakens. When did he they bring on you? Yeah, when I know, it, yeah, but... Uh, he goes, did they Ray, these are your first steps. Uh, they added... Alec Guinness saying Ray on top of oh, that. Oh, so I both, see what you're so saying. Both of I see what you're saying. Say okay, Ray. I was... Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, so... We know that the technology exists, so it may be, may be that they use vocal masking to some degree where they take his... Uh, you know, modulations of his old voice when he's younger right, right. and put it over his, his and maybe voice. this uh, season two, um, the making of season two that we're getting on Christmas day might give us some more information on how they did that stuff and how they used Mark Hamill in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I was, I was pleased. I could look past the, the little bit of, I mean, it's, you could tell CGI and stuff. Yeah. I could look past that and just, uh, and <laughs> yeah, just enjoy I, the magic. Of I it all. didn't care. Um, it didn't, did, care. it did not bother me at no, all. No, uh, I was okay with it, but you can continue with the actual plot. <laughs> well, essentially, I mean, I just, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, again, just talking about it is making me speechless. I'm just so excited. I know. About it's it's hard so to believe excited. that it actually happened. 
<sighs> so so yeah, let's just let's just get through the the story and we can yeah, go yeah, a little yeah. further if we need to. But essentially, at this point, he comes in and 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 he's like immediately. Din is like, are you a Jedi? <laughs> Which is you know to us it seems so crazy. Like, are you a Jedi? He's like, oh, of course he's a Jedi. He's you know. Anyway, so uh, and he's like, yes, I am. And he's like, uh, and then immediately, like nothing else is said. He immediately looks over to Grogu and says, you know, he doesn't even say anything. I'm pretty sure he just says like, you know, come with me or, you know, let's go. Like, cause he already knew it needed to happen. He'd already communicated with him through the force. And immediately you can tell Grogu looks kind of hesitant, right? He like, he kind of ducks behind the chair that he's sitting in. And Din's like, I don't think he wants to go with you. He's like, no, it's not that he doesn't want to go with me. He's waiting for your permission to say yes. Oh, oh my, God. my goodness. <laughs> my heart. So obviously Din goes over and picks him up and looks at him. He's like, you, you know, go on, buddy. You know, you can go with him, you know. Yeah. And immediately uh, Baby Yoda, you know, like looks at him and he's like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and puts his little hand on his helmet. Yeah. Basically like, I want to see you. Like, if I'm going to go, I, I got to, I want to connect with you. Yeah. And man, dude. Din takes his helmet off, yeah. looks at Grogu with like tears in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, and in that moment, you can tell like this, this kid means more to him than anything else. The, the yeah. creed, forget the creed. This kid means more. Little, little. Like he had no hesitations. He literally yeah. just took his. He helmet takes off. it off, and for me, I think that officially he's officially turned a new page. Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think he follows that anymore after this. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, he he broke it technically, right? He well, broke, yeah, sure. He broke the belief of having to leave that, not showing your face. He showed it to just a whole room full of people. Yeah, and if nothing else, Grogu and Luke. And I mean, yeah, so, at least right. Yeah, at least, and yeah. um, and I think it's it's kind of showing like you know that. I I think he well, of course he's already started to question some of it, but I think even more so now he's finding out what's more important. And, yeah. Um, but man, what an emotional <sighs> yeah. moment! Man, my heart oh my was just goodness. literally hurting. My uh, chest the, hurt. And and just seeing that that bond there that we've we've watched yeah. grow now for for uh, two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and and then see and knowing that you know he's gonna leave, oh, and you could tell like. It was hard for both of them to separate yeah. at this point. But but what's really cool is he sets him down and he like turns him around a little bit and he's he starts waddling over to Luke. Yeah. So and also R two D two comes R2 in the corner and like yes, you know it's so good to see them together I, again. Yes, so exciting to see that. And uh, I think they knew each other. Yeah, somehow, some way. Um, I'm not really sure how that works. Well, but. I mean, R two D two would have been at the temple. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I that's mean, true. You, you have to remember he was there yeah. up until Order sixty six, so R two D two would have been around. I'd say, uh, yeah. I'd say they did know each other, and I honestly, it kind of almost seemed like, like R two D two is like they're like talking, yeah, R two D two is talking, doing his whistles, and, and, and maybe Kirk is and, like, and yeah. and, uh, yeah. and then and then right after that, he kind of opens his arms up, and and I think he felt, I think he almost felt more comfortable because he knew R two D two, and R two D two was talking to but him. But that that that's what I was gonna bring up. Like that's the next big thing. That, like he like comes up and just kind of stands there beneath Luke and just all of a sudden just lifts his little hands like yeah. pick me up yeah, like, and, what, oh, and the other important oh, thing so to, and maybe you just already said it but Luke Luke says or because he says he doesn't want to go with you and Luke says um, he's waiting for your permission well but he also says um, you know this child is not going to be safe until he's trained Oh like right, this Which child matches his own abilities. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, like he's he has to be trained. He's never going to be safe until he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And and basically, and then I love that he says, like he says, um, I'll give my life for this child. Oh, like, wow. and I yeah. thought that was really that cool. Was so like, cool. you know, just yeah. already Luke Skywalker is just like, I'll give my life for this child. If okay, I, have to. Um, I have and, to say it. I have to say it. 
But like that's Luke. That that's is Luke. Luke. That is Luke. He doesn't even know this kid, and he's willing to just give his life for him. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. He's not. Well, I'm gonna say it. He's not gonna. He's not gonna sneak over the top of his. On the top of his nephew's bed and think about killing him. And not even do that. Ignite his lightsaber. Yeah, bunch of baloney. Uh, I know, and, and, and I, I, I did. I, I said I didn't want to go into it because well, we did our poll. Apparently, well, apparently a lot of you. Apparently, liked a lot it. of you love it. Uh, so, yeah. bunch of Luke Skywalker traitors. <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna go there, but okay. Hey. No, no, uh, no, no. Hey, seriously I, though, there's a lot of things though. about the Last Jedi I do love. Yeah, yeah. Um, I there's agree. a lot of cool stuff in that movie, like, like the like the uh, whole throne room like, scene with with Snoke there's, is amazing. Uh, there's, I, what do you? Um, yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna say that for real though. No. For real though. For real. Yeah, the the, the, the throne room was amazing. Uh, there's there's a lot of cool stuff. I was gonna say. When we do this, guys, please know we're just kidding. Yeah, you know, we're just, we, we are always messing. If you like, if you love the last Jedi, please know we're just joking. Um, there, there is no, there is no right or wrong way to love Star Wars. Yeah, we all have, we all love. There's different, different interpretations to characters all... and stuff that we didn't enjoy. That we thought kind of taken took away from from the character, but that's our opinion, right? That's our thought process. So if you thought that made Luke good, because I've talked to people who literally thought that was the best of Luke. I can't conceive of that, but that's just my viewpoint, right? Right. Um, and, and it may be their viewpoint that it's, that's the best of Luke. So, yeah. Um, yes, but they each their own, yeah. yeah we're everybody yeah, we're just own. messing around. Yeah, but, um, but to me, that was the that was Luke Skywalker. That, like, yeah, he just yeah. meets this kid. He doesn't even know him. And I'm going to give my life for this kid if I need to. Yep. Like, I'll train him. I'll do whatever it takes. Yep. And interesting, such a crazy turn of events from, from, from Luke to Ahsoka, or from I guess from Ahsoka to Luke, uh, and how they approached it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look at that scene. You know that there's a connection between uh, Baby Yoda and, and and Mando, right? And you can feel the fear because he was hiding behind. So the same elements that made Ahsoka turn away didn't turn away Luke. Now yeah. he didn't see the downfall of somebody close to him because of that, those feelings like Ahsoka did, but it, I'm just saying just an interesting observation that those same elements were there. And Luke, unlike Ahsoka, literally just like, let's go. I'm ready to take my life for it's him. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. So, but, but, but we also know Ahsoka, Ahsoka still at this point, um, doesn't agree with the Jedi Order. Doesn't agree with the way they did things. Where Luke is trying to right. now mimic the Jedi Order in a sense. And I guess at this point, like right, like kind of like alluding to what I just said, he didn't have the viewpoint that Ahsoka did. He didn't yeah. know the Jedi Order like she did. She he didn't right. see the downfall. Only stories and things that he's heard. Yeah. Right. He didn't see the downfall. Um, yeah. And so, and, and as we know, things do kind of go bad at the Jedi Temple eventually. Yeah, um, well, eventually, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah so. <laughs> but <laughs> That's a whole but, other discussion. But, so, but he goes, you know, and takes takes Grogu with him. And, and I'm just going to go ahead and, and say here, um, I know some people are, are speculating on this being the end of, of seeing Grogu. I I do not believe this is the end of seeing Grogu. Nah, me either. Um, I, I think The Mandalorian, the, the, the show The Mandalorian, is about Mando and Grogu. And yeah, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he really is. Maybe he really is being taken out of the show. Uh, I I just don't. I, I don't believe that. I, I find it hard to believe. I here's something that Drew and I talked about, and I, I do believe is that there will be a time that we may not see him, or there is a perceived amount of time that we don't see him. Sure. A, a, I.e. episode or excuse me, uh, season three. There's a time jump, or season three. There's a couple episodes where he's not in there. Sure. And there's a perceived time jump. So that on Which that three. Of course, you know, that then brings in a whole other slew of questions with yeah. with all these new series that are 
technically connecting to the Mandalorian, right. all of those having a time right. jump, that's where it gets, gets that's, confusing. Yeah, right? it's a whole other um, discussion. Right? But, but <laughs> however they do it, I don't necessarily see Grogu just being gone from the Mandalorian. Sure. Uh, yeah. And and but I think what is cool is this potentially means we could get some kind of Luke Skywalker and Grogu story. Whether yeah. and how they choose to do that, I don't. That's I don't know what. Do. I don't know what platform they would do that on. Uh, maybe it's just a, a novel or probably animated would maybe be one of the best options. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I mean, there's going to be a story to tell there, right? But I yeah. think um, I I don't think I don't think Mando is going to. Uh, just let Grogu be at the temple for the rest of his life. I think I think he fully plans on getting him back once he feels like he can help defend himself and 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 master these abilities a right. little bit better. Yeah. And 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 so with that being said, we talk about the Jedi Temple being destroyed. I, I've heard all kinds of people already on the internet freaking out because the the because Kylo Ren destroys the temple. Right. And now now it means Grogu's there. No. You guys have to remember, this is like still like 30, 30 years away. 30 years. Um, yeah. Grogu is most likely not there anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say Grogu does not train for the next 30 years there. No. I would say he trains for uh, a much, much shorter period maybe, of time. I mean, and then ends this up is a lot, with, but maybe even 10 years, right? Maybe even 10 years. I, mean, I, would say, I would say that's like to the fullest extent because yeah. I w- because he's already powerful in the Force. He just needs to to, to learn how to control, hand, it. control yeah. it a yeah. little better. And and I think in the end, it's he's going to still be back with with his family, which right. is which is Dinjarin. Right. So I think that's going to be the the final outcome there. I think they are going to get back together at some point. I agree. So, but I that's agree. just just to let all of you know my thoughts on on that ending there. But yeah, I agree. Uh, overall, you know, last words I'll have on this before I hand it back to you, uh, close this out. Just I. I'm sad and I'm excited. I'm sad because it's ended, but man, I'm excited for the next season. I'm excited for all the things that we're going to get. Yeah. Well, we're not closing out just yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We have, we, we have, we have uh, an after credit scene to talk about. Oh my gosh. How did and I forget I, about and that? I didn't, my I purposely didn't put that in the news because, you know, since they Good kind of grief. made it a secret, we're not going to talk about it in the news today, but it's kind of our last wow. news story. Really? How did I forget um, that? I don't my know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm tired or something. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So let's dive into that. So uh, I think it's because I'm not used to after credit scenes. Maybe that's why. So anyway, like I said, as you go into the credits after the ends and stuff like that, um, there's no art and the, the music is very somber and things of that nature. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, I'm sorry. I, I was going to not say this, but music in this episode is so good. Uh, we got a lot of classic good Mandalorian soundtracks, the crazy cool dubstep stuff, very experimental. But then all of a sudden, when we see Luke, it goes back to the classic Force theme. Oh, yes. How so did we not reference that? Yeah, yes, yes. So good. So good. Well, and they were, as they're fighting, I even said to you, like, I feel like we should be getting more of like a traditional Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, traditional Star Wars music right now. Yeah, we're thinking it's, like, it's weird that we're it, not getting that. Right. Yeah. But then once it once he took the hood off, showed his face, it went into the John Williams, so and it was so so, so good. good. Loved it. So anyway, so like I said, the music was very somber, kind of different. You know, we got you know, in the credits, there was no art, so I thought that was weird. So we get into uh, the end of it, and all of a sudden, after short credit scene comes up, and we see the twin sons of Tatooine uh, once more, and then it shows Jabba's palace, uh, which was very interesting, and. Uh, I'm not going to act like we 
weren't surprised or that we were surprised because (laughs) (laughs) so we were going through the credits and we're like trying to find out who who is the body double for luke right Yeah. anytime a new character comes up or anything we usually like stop on the credits make sure we understand who did what right (laughs) and uh and so we're looking andrew spoil this for me (laughs) how dare you so we're sitting there looking for the like who body doubled anakin or anakin uh luke excuse me and all of a sudden uh uh oh goodness i literally blanked on his name Ben uh, fortune yeah uh, he's like fortune wait when was he in this episode and he's like i'm like wait what i was like i Viv was not in Viv this was not i, like, in I this haven't part. seen him anywhere and i'm like oh no it's like i'm like let's look you know like look how much time we have left there's an after credit scene it's like did you just ruin the after credit scene for me it's like there's no way <laughs> there's no that way. they that, that we saw him i was like i would not have missed that <laughs> so anyway long story short uh we get uh do <laughs> we get to there we see the twin sons i'm like okay yeah well there there there's the answer yeah but we see jabba's palace which is super cool and then um we see bib fortuna had kind of taken up the the shell of his master's role there and became this big fat lardo that's sitting on the throne and ordering people boy, around. He's, boy he's been eating good he has been eating great um and ordering people around and stuff and also we hear the classic McClanky. McClanky. <laughs> and uh, but all of a sudden we see someone walking down the infamous stair steps and see the shadow and all of a sudden fanic shan comes around the corner and just starts blasting and people just die left and right yeah and a classic uh twi'lek dancers chained to the throne she shoots the chain and she runs off and stuff and uh all of a sudden everyone's basically gone except for bib and he's sitting there and uh, Phoenix in, in front of her, and all of a sudden this next shadow comes down, and of course it's Boba Fett. Oh, so good! And it stands in front of him, and, and Bib's kind of like you know, proverbially sweating, and he's like, "Oh, Boba, it's a long time no see. It's so good to see you, my friend." You know, it's kind of like, uh, "Hey, you know, don't kill me." <laughs> yeah. And like, mm, like it's so good to see you. You know, blah blah blah. As he's talking, just Boba just goes, <laughs> just yeah, kills him yeah. immediately. So good. <laughs> Walks up, just pushes him off the throne, yeah. and his body falls on the floor. And then the beautiful, wonderful last shot was uh, we see Boba just sits down, sits down like like that, a yeah. gangster, you know, on, on the throne. We got Finnick kind of le- like sitting on the, the armrest with his arm around him with yeah. some uh, some uh, uh, chug jug from Fortnite, <laughs> some slurp juice uh, or whatever it's called. And uh, she's about to hit the chug jug. And... Uh, <laughs> And basically, but this beautiful <laughs> scene of oh, where like it's such it's just, a good and he's just so menacing and looks so, so sick. Cool. But and the, I love the rancors on the. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's got like the like rancor, gilded rancor heads there. On yeah, on the on the throne, oh, so good. looks so good. But the very end, it kind of cuts to black, and it says the book of Boba Fett. December 2021. Yeah. Oh, wow. The what? book like, of Boba cra- Fett. Is this crazy or what? Another, I guess, show, movie? <laughs> I don't even know what this is yet. This is where it gets really confusing because... Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we've got... So they, they've talked about getting the the Mandalorian season three is coming, Christmas 2021. Yeah, yeah. Then, then they said... Um, and then they showed those other shows, the Ahsoka show. They showed Rangers of the New Republic... And then this is where her, where her words. The next chapter comes in December twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. And and it, she talked about how all those are gonna connect together into one big final story of some sort. Well, Still a, don't really understand how any maybe, of that works, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So now now this throws another thing into the mix of all the confusion. Technically a fourth show. Well, and so that's that's where where the confusion lies. Is this a show? Is this a movie? 
is this season three of the Mandalorian? Is this the next chapter this, they're going to focus on? Yeah. While, while Baby Yoda's training, right? That's know? where that's where the confusion lies. And I have repeatedly looked today since we watched it to see if Star Wars has updated us on this. They have not, and that's because I think they want to keep this a surprise sure, for most yeah. people. Um, so we may not hear about really get a, any answers till maybe next week. I I'm know. I'm I'm almost guaranteed um, we're probably here on Monday. I think. Yeah. Well, Monday's when they usually start showing things. So they may on Monday yeah. give us an idea of exactly what they mean by this. Yeah. Um, but I, I I, don't think, I do not think they will do two Star Wars shows at once. Yeah, I, I see think, what you're saying. I yeah. think uh, they, they're going to do these shows one at a time. So that being said, we can't truly be getting all of these in December 2021. So I, I think I think the, yeah. the key words that Kathleen Kennedy said is is important, and that's when she says the next chapter s- starts in December 2021. Yeah. And so her saying that makes me think that that the Boba Fett, um, the the this the book of Boba Fett is the for the next chapter. Right now. Right. Is that its own series, or is that season three of The Mandalorian? And could it be that it is season three of The Mandalorian that gets taken off into its own show later on? Right. I mean, we've been hearing a long time about this Boba Fett series. We knew yeah, it was coming. Yeah, yeah. We just we we figured. I mean, we talked about it last week. We figured they didn't talk about it because of for some reason because of the show. And we were right. They they wanted to wait and make it a big reveal at the end. Sure. And that's okay. It was, yeah. it was cool to do it that way. Um, but the problem is that it leaves us with this like confusion <laughs> on on what it is. Yeah. So I, um, I hope. Like I said, hopefully Monday they cleared this up for us. But we'll see. I mean, we've been hearing it's it's a spinoff, right? Yeah, that was always the it's always presumption. Been the yeah. presumption is that it's a spinoff. We thought it was going to be a prequel. Yeah, uh, this <laughs> sounds apparently not. Well, when you but but the other thing, when you think about the book of Boba Fett, to me that means maybe stories of Boba Fett, not necessarily in chronological order, not necessarily a linear story, yeah, but uh, just showing stories of Boba Fett from different periods of time. Well, and and right. This puts him perfectly back into that position of where his story started, began, ended, whatever you want to say, right? Okay, the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, where he gets knocked into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Where is he at? Right next, in Tatooine, right next to Boba's, or excuse me, uh, Jabba's palace, right? So that it could very well be, it starts off with him becoming this bustling crime lord uh, in the stead of Bib and Jabba, right? I definitely uh, think he's gonna be, he's the next big crime lord of Tatooine for sure. Yeah. I think that's definitely the so so. But my saying like like we start to see him build his empire, but then it flashes back to maybe a couple episodes or or or, or several episodes where it shows him like sure getting yeah. knocked into the dark pit and all that sort of building up to to where he's at now, or yeah. or maybe it's a short little clip, short little flashbacks. I don't know, but. Whatever it may be, yeah, very, I, very exciting. It's it's very, very exciting, but um, it's there's just so much we still don't know to really give any kind of definite answer yeah. on on where it's headed. I mean, I I hope that that uh, we're getting, um, I hope we're getting, I hope we're getting Mandalorian season three on its own. I don't necessarily I know that I need this. I don't. I don't need the next season of Mandalorian to be about Boba Fett. Yeah, I think Boba I don't want Fett, to be that I, I think Boba Fett would be great to have his own series, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah. But we know all this is leading up to something. I personally think all these shows are leading up to be um, a part of their new version of Thrawn's yeah. Uh, yeah. The Heir to the Empire. I think that's yeah. I think that's where all this is truly headed. I agree. I think I, agree. I think they're 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 headed towards Thrawn being the big bad and and recreating that trilogy yeah. in their own new way. 
with these new characters. And technically now, Luke could still be even involved in that story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I think that maybe is a stretch, but it's possible. It's absolutely possible. The timeline could line up, you know, so between now and and, and, and uh, even before Force Awakens, is like 30-some years. I mean, yeah. so it could happen. Yeah, so... We'll just have to wait and see, but um, exciting stuff for the future of Star Wars. Super exciting. But um, super exciting. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? I again, I'm just I I I'm a little disheartened that it's over, but man, yeah. I'm so excited for. We spent a lot of we spent a lot of time today on this episode, um, <laughs> yeah. but hey, you know, it's a finale. Luke's it's a finale. You know? Luke Skywalker came back. That's all a big deal. Uh, not even including all the other uh, big news stories we got. Um, but, but guys, the future Star Wars is bright. We're so excited to continue to talk to you guys about it. And we hope that you have enjoyed this. We hope that you continue to, uh, love Star Wars and enjoy hearing our takes on Star Wars. And we love to hear yours as well. So yeah. feel free to comment on any, on these posts with your thoughts and feelings on it or DM us anything. We would love to, uh, to hear your thoughts. But we want to thank everyone so much for the continued support towards the podcast. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for weekly news, polls, discussions, and much more. Please also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. We would love that. And we thank you for listening. And join us in about a couple of weeks three, and on, <laughs> yeah. on uh, January 9th for episode 44. But until next time... Have a Merry Christmas. May the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Mm-hmm.